It's time to invest in, you know what? Cat food. Adam Curry, John C. Devorak. It's Thursday, January 24th, 2013. Time for your Gitmo Nation Media Assassination Episode 481. This is No Agenda. On the verge of quitting my day job. Wait a minute, this is my day job. Coming to you from the capital of the Drone Star State in Austin, Tejas. In the morning, everybody. I'm Adam Curry. And from Northern Silicon Valley, with no further ado, I'm John C. Dvorak. It's Craig Vaughn Buzzkill. Yeah, you got to talk a little bit because for some reason, the minute you started talking there, you were gone. I was gone? Yeah, we, you were hearable, but I had to pot it all the way down. I don't know. What you had just... to pot it down? Or you had to pot not it you. Up? Not you. The music. The music. The music. Oh, yeah. the music. So give me a little uh, talk there, boy. Yeah, well, whatever. Hey, I got a good... Uh, yeah, I got... The, we found the clip. Hey, yeah, whatever. Uh, there and you I go. I think we should uh, play it. Uh, okay, well, I was twisting the knobs here. You mean the clip from... Um... Let's get a little background here. So this... One of our uh, producers sent us a note... Yeah. Pulling out a Obama clip. This is from the uh, when he announced the the executive memoranda on gun legislation. And we were flabbergasted yeah. that we had missed this little gaffe. It wasn't a gaffe. It was, you know, people can't, you know, they, 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 words matter. They tell the truth whether you like it or not. And um, so uh, we dug up the clip. Well, Adam did actually from, you know, from C-SPAN. C-SPAN, exactly. After so it's not it's not a rigged clip. I was fearful that it was like some fake clip somebody put together. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, it was because it just doesn't. It was just too ridiculous. It was just too delicious to believe, my darling. Play it. Ah, here we go. This will be difficult. There will be pundits and politicians and special interest lobbyists publicly warning of a tyrannical all-out assault on liberty. Not because that's true, but because... That was right there. You can stop it right there. (laughs) Not because that's true. Wait a minute. So he said, if words matter, which they certainly do in our book here, he said that there will be pundits who were talking about an all-out assault, a tyrannical war... Uh, against the people of the United States, not that that's not true. So did he just say that it's true? Well, play it again. I, I mean, the way I understand it, he just said... Uh, Politicians and special interest lobbyists publicly warning of a tyr- tyrannical all-out assault on liberty. Not because that's true. <laughs> I don't know. this. <laughs> He also said, it's unbelievable. He also said "tyrannical," which I think is pretty cool. Tyrannical, <laughs> and and you know, here's the, let me just start off right away. Um, and of course, everyone's like, "Oh, let's talk about Hillary." Now we're going to talk about Hillary later. Talk about Hillary later. Yeah. Let's talk about the inauguration of our president, um, the uh, the second term for President Obama. Now, I, I didn't see a single news report. About his flub, and I'm like, I, I was totally with you on this. I'm I like, have what the flub. Is, you have the flub. Yeah, we probably both I'll, have. I'll play the flub. I got the flub from uh, C-SPAN, I guess. Right hand and repeat after me. I, Barack Hussein Obama, do solemnly swear. I, Barack Hussein Obama, do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute. That I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. The office of President of the United States. And will now, now that's a do-over. I mean, he says stay. The he office, stay, and then he, he shakes stay. his head. Yeah, the office of the president of the United he, States. It's this, it's one state now. 
Yeah, the United and he chokes it and then he blows it and then he shakes his head and I'm and I was completely flabbergasted that not one news outlet picked it up or said anything about it. I thought it was like pretty funny. Now, I don't I don't think it's funny. I think it's the expression he made was like, "Oh, but at the same time, he you know what my he, theory is? Go ahead. He stopped himself cuz he was going to say United Nations. <laughs> Let's li let's listen again to the videotape. The office of President of the United States. The office of President of the United States. And will. No, I think he was. I don't think he was going to say nations. But I. He, it's my theory. I like. I like the United S. United. What could it be? United citizens. United. United. But he's. But he wants to say sucker. Yeah. The office of the President of the United. Suckers, <laughs> but I I feel it was a do-over. I really do. They should have done well, a third I, I ceremony. That, yeah, well, Roberts obviously wasn't paying any attention, and he should have stopped him and made him say it because the oath is the oath. You yeah. know, you can't leave a word out like that. Well, and he wound up not leaving a word out, but leaving at least forty-nine states out because he's only saying it for one state. And will to the best of my ability. Oh, hold on, let me go back a minute. Uh, here we go. I, Barack Hussein Obama, do solemnly swear Listen that I will faithfully carefully. execute that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. The office of President of the United States. And will <laughs> come on, that's not that is not official. They should have gone right down back to the blue room and done another one. I, don't you think? <sighs> I, I was just I was amazed by the the, the lack of nobody. My my amazement was not that he did that made the blub uh, the flub uh -huh. blub the blub. It was that nobody <laughs> even no made one a joke said anything. Now here's what here's what the news media was doing. This is uh, Al Roker of uh, NBC. Now you'll hear the, the the dudes talking, but Al Roker is in the background screaming as the uh, the president and the first lady are uh, are walking down the street. Between those who Mr. built president, America and those who are going How's to build going? America. How's it going? I mean, that was very, in other words, those who are Medicare and those in our children. In other words, we should be lifting up. Is that guy an idiot what? or what? He's just yelling, that, 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 Mr. President, what? Mr. President. Is he trying to get his underwear back? <laughs> and then he, What is the deal? And then Joe Biden comes by and then and he's yelling at Joe Biden and then Joe Biden finally comes over to shake Al Roker's hand and Al Roker like poops himself right there. Uh, both of those groups up. Yeah. We're just going to go to our correspondent Al Roker who I believe is yelling like an idiot. Yeah. Which bring in all kinds of people. So I think you got opportunities for him to bring up topics to the winners for him to want about it. But he also has, I think, a deep-seated opposition to the which I think is... This is what your press is doing. I'm sorry. Wait, This is our press at work. Let's switch over to CNN. Here's Wolf Blitzer. He's not quite here He's not going to hear me. It's very, very noisy over here. But you can imagine why. See him. Mr. President. <laughs> Wolf Blitz is literally going, hey, Mr. President. Do they think they're on the red carpet? The guy's going to come wandering over and do an interview? Yeah, does, exactly. He's like Ryan, Se Ryan Seacrest. Hey, Mr. President. Hey, how Mr. You hey, how you doing? He's, the president is in the middle of thousands of people yelling, and Wolf Blitz is going, hey, hey, hey. Let's see. Hey. The crowd's going wild, obviously. Let's see if I stand up. Hey, oh, 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 yeah, stand up. He'll recognize your massive what frame, was he doing Wolf. City? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Mr. Hey, President. Hey. Mr. President, how you doing? 
What is this? How you doing? But this is literally like Angelina Jolie. Hey, how you doing? Hey, come on over for E. Talk to us for a second, will you? What? Are you, who are you wearing? Because that's you don't say what are you wearing. You say, who are you wearing? I'm wearing a. Yeah, uh, who I'm, are you wearing? <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing a vintage uh, Valentino. Hey, Mr. President. Hey. Uh, clearly, Wolf is stoned. Let's see. This is. This is Obama. This is, this is oh, uh. dude is totally baked. So, so I had dinner on um, when was inauguration day? Was uh, was it f- Friday? What? what, what no, it was Monday. Monday? What, no. What day are we now? No, no, the, no, the, no. The first one was Sunday. No, the first one was Sunday. Yeah, the first one. Right. That's the one that was private. Right. Um, but then we had dinner on uh, Monday night with a couple of friends uh, in Austin. Uh, there's a new restaurant that opened called Sway. And um, and saying, you know, oh, you, we haven't seen you guys in so long. Come on down. And uh, and this uh, and so these are these uh, friends of ours are massive Obama bots. I mean, like, you know, I, I, I I'm usually very quiet at these dinners because, you know, I just I, it's hard for me to take. Yeah, because you're going to get kicked in the shins by. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I mean, so, Aaron. you know, so I, uh, I Mickey drove and I got drunk before we went in and uh, and we're talking about the inauguration. <laughs> You had a drink. Yeah, of course. I had to drink. I had to drink. I was like, yeah, I, 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 love, I love him to death, you know, but it's like, oh. And, uh, and, uh, and, she, and I said, well, did you see the inauguration? And she says, oh, and I have to tell you, I saw the motorcade slowing down. I was like, oh, no. Oh, my God. He's not. Oh, no, they're going to get out. Oh, oh, my heart is stopping. Oh, it was only, I was so afraid he was going to be assassinated. And I'm like, are, are you Okay. Are, are you insane? <laughs> and then, insane. and then her husband goes, "Hey, hey! There are elements in this society who are insane, and they're out to kill him." I, and I was like, "Oh my God! Give me some pad thai quickly! I need to drown my sorrow." It was so amazing. I mean, I, I've heard a lot of things, but she was physically shaking. She really, really believed that it was so incredibly dangerous. For the president to get out of the motorcade because there's all these people that want to kill him. Oh, brother! Right? I mean, that was that was whoa! I was like, oh my goodness. Now, I'd like to say something about this inauguration. Um, I would like to make I'd like to put a stake in the ground right now that no longer do I want uh, as representative of the white American James Taylor doing this. I'm tired of like oh. we got we got to get a white dude up there and it's always James Taylor. You know, it's like the, white people think he's uncool, okay? It's like please. He's never been cool. Not no, not, you know, I wouldn't say. No. That. He, you, did you ever see him in the Adam Sandler movie where um Adam Sandler is uh he's, no. he's a movie pro- anyway, so James Taylor uh, is performing a, a concert at at, uh, at MySpace when MySpace was still huge and Facebook was uh, was up and coming, and so he's in this movie and he's playing songs and of course the mice you know it's uh, imagine it's kind of the MySpace employees then were like Facebook now they're all happy and like woo we're at a cool company so I assume the movie was produced by Fox go on <laughs> yeah and uh, no I think this was before it was purchased. And uh, and the James Taylor's playing, and then you know, and and he has a lot of dialogue in the movie, and he's on stage like, "Hey, fuck Facebook, fuck Facebook." So it was kind of funny. I mean, he definitely got that some. That would co- have to be after they were bought. Go on. 
No, Facebook no, no. was really not even a competitor until they got until Mur- after Murdoch bought the. Uh, yeah, uh, the chat room would probably know which uh, which movie that was. But anyway, James Taylor is just you know he's a great singer and he's got some great songs. But you know you get this is like uh, here he comes and and by the way he did a nice version you know it was it was okay but it's just like I I'm, I just hear this in the background like oh no 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 not him you might as well get Cat Stevens. Have him do morning is broken. They won't let him in the country. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, John. Oh, no. Sorry, we got some breaking news breaking coming news. in. Uh, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. On uh, Beyonce and the lip sync scandal. The lip sync scandal. This is what our news is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we, need, we, we need to go to our correspondent about the lip sync scandal. Well, that's being called definitive information uh, now being learned by Jim Acosta. Jim, what are you learning? What are you learning? What are you learning? Are you learning? This is a great... Hold on a second. Let's stop right here. <laughs> I know. We have to do this in a, when we do our own fake reports. We have to do this now. This is what are you learning business. What are you learning? What are you learning? So, hey, so, yeah. so most of these stage performers are lip syncers nowadays. It's been going on for a while because there's a lot of dancing and there's a lot of moving around. You, you can't really... You know, the sound is impossible to do it any other way. Right. I mean, some people can. But I, most I people will say, just I, I, I am a fan of uh, the Beyonce uh, voice. I think she's very. She's. I think she has a fantastic voice. This was, of course, a recording of her, and I think. I, I mean, I. I was watching this. I'm like, I hate her and what she stands for with Jay Z. That whole elitist Illuminati crap. I really don't like it. But man, she turned the Star Spangled Banner into something really, really beautiful. It, it was beautiful, and I couldn't tell watching it because I was looking for it. No, the good lip syncers are good. Yeah. But here's what gets me. Now, every you know, we know that a lot of these people are doing lip sync. In fact, Ashley Simpson was actually busted on the. Uh, Saturday Night Live show right, because the, right, right, some, right. something went wrong with the recording <laughs> or they played the wrong song or something. Yeah. Somebody disliked yeah. her. This is what happens when you piss off the crew, by it the way. It killed Millie Vanilli's career, John. I mean, That's it, what I'm going to bring up. It literally killed Millie. Uh, Millie. Vanilli. Let's, <laughs> stop, let's stop. They had their Grammys yanked from them <laughs> yeah. for doing this, but it's been going on forever from way be- I mean, it was done with Jan and Dean because one guy, you know, got brain damage. I mean, this is not a new thing. So why is this? Who gives a crap? Well... I don't know. What, let's see what uh, what we what we're learning. <laughs> uh, Wolf, we can tell you that an inaugural official who asked not to be identified told me just a short time ago that pop star Beyonce lip synced her performance Woo! on inauguration day, saying, "quote She did not sing live." That official told CNN a pre recording of the artist's rendition of the national anthem was played instead. So what was heard by spectators and viewers was the sound of that recording. Oh According no. to this official. You know, the, uh, so first of all, oh, big surprise, there was something fake on television. Woo, boy, I, that surprised me yeah, right there. Stop, stop the presses. That, woo, my goodness. Uh, but second of all, that is the news. You know, so we have the same people who are going like, Mr. President, Mr. President, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How's Beyonce doing? Hey, is Jay-Z sitting next to you? It's just, it was so incredibly bad. Um, I did pick up something... Uh, kind of nice here. Er, I thought I... Ha- oh, here it is. Um, since people are always uh, asking for food talk on the show, 
I figured we'd uh, listen to the menu for the uh, inaugural lunch. Did you catch any of this, what they were eating? No, I missed it completely. So why don't we... we got uh, these pictures. This is Rachel Maddow, by the way, uh, uh-huh. who, of course, is so journalistic. Uh, here's uh, Rachel explaining to us, uh, giving us the rundown. And it's a, you know, we see the menu uh, full screen. Pictures of it, but then beyond this, it is a closed press event, which we do not get to cover. A closed press event, which naturally has really good food. Uh, Hold on a second. Hold, stop, stop, stop. She's invited to all this stuff. Oh yeah, she's she's full of crap. But she can't cover it. She can't Did you report hear what on she it. Said? Yeah, yeah, because they. Oh. This is one of those deals. I yep. I reported on that. Microsoft used to pull this stunt with a bunch of reporters. They'd invite them, but they had this. It's like you're a reporter and you can't report on this thing. Now, what kind of a reporter are you that you that it's a closed event for the for us special people, but but we can't report on it? <laughs> really? Yeah. What is this? What's wrong with this picture? It's called fascism. That's how it works. Come on. It's pretty obvious. Play, play Dressed with a New England clam chowder sauce. So lobster with New England clam chowder sauce. So that's lobster and chowder together. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this is great for, you know, slaves. You know, just to see what the elites are eating today. Served on sauteed spinach with sweet potato hay. What's the hay? Hey. Hey. Oh, boy. Let's gay it up, shall we? Hey, sweet potato, hey. Uh, the wine with that, a Finger Lakes dry Riesling. Finger Lakes dry Riesling. Would you serve that, uh, John, at your uh, inauguration? Uh, well, you know, he's uh, trying to serve American wine, so Finger Lakes dry Riesling, I suppose, is as good as anything. He's Main making course? them drink New York wines. Oh, what Chuck, do you mean making them? Chuck Schumer. I'm you have you. just been deported from New York. <laughs> there you go. Enjoy Jersey. Uh, the main course will be hickory-grilled bison with wild huckleberry reduction. Mm, that sounds good. It does sound good. The bison. <laughs> like, wow, I want to try and make that tonight. Strawberry preserve and red cabbage, red potato horseradish cake, and baby golden beets, and green beans, and butternut squash puree. Get your vegetables. Uh, the wine for the main course for everybody except Chris Hayes is a Long Island Merlot. See, see Chris Hayes, they're even joking now that, they, that uh, they're going to be eating there. Now, I would not have served a Long Island Merlot. So obviously that's, ugh. but anyway, the, um, <laughs> what is that hoity-toity? Is that so wrong? The Long Island Merlot, John? This can't be good. What was that? Red potato horseradish cake? What was that? I don't know. Um, it doesn't can, sound good. No, it sounds like garnish that just is there that you don't touch. You know, like, I like the bison, but I don't want to touch the garnish stuff. But yeah, I think we go through the dessert here. That meal right there. Yeah. <laughs> a whole lot of beef there. He's, he likes, he's a almost vegetarian now. Uh, for dessert, there is Hudson Valley apple pie. Hudson Valley apple pie with sour cream, ice cream, and maple caramel sauce. There are also aged cheeses and honeycomb from a cheese company in upstate New York. Noticing a theme? Um, the sparkling wine will be from California to wash it all down. Corbell made something very fancy for the occasion. They made some wine for the occasion. Who's this? I did, she doesn't say. Just some no. sparkling wine from upstate New York. It was probably on screen, but I didn't catch it. Oh, it was it. in California. The wine was the yeah. sparkling wine. Right, right. Who cares? <laughs> now, um, this, so, is a, this is like, a, this is essentially just insulting the listener. Oh, yeah. What, our, our listeners? No, no, this no. is insulting their lid. They're, yeah. they're just going on and on about how special they are because yeah, they got to go gonna, have this fantastic gonna eat that. meal. Exactly. Even exactly. though it's still, you know, we have to stop for a second and realize this is still a huge dinner with probably hundreds of people. Yeah. That, and I guess it was with the press, to kiss the, the, like the press cares what they eat. You can might as well serve them burgers. But that's okay. We got the press eating fancy food. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's probably still pretty 
I still can't believe it's not, you know, that kind of convention food. You know, you can't. <laughs> Rubber chicken? Can't quite. You can't quite make this much of a good well, product. Well, did you see um, our first lady? Because, uh, you know, they, had, they did have like a pool video, kind of a top shot uh, when they were all eating. And, and she reminded me, I'll never forget when I, when I had dinner with Tina Turner. Annie Mae Bullock, I should say, um, from uh, the south there. And she reminded me of how how Tina Turner was eating. Uh, she, she's just shoveling. <laughs> I mean, shoveling. she was shoveling, John. I, you know, and, and I've, I'm very critical of table manners, as you know. Oh yeah, you're always criticizing me the way I hold my left yes. fork yeah. when I'm trying to cut yeah. through a piece of yeah. tough yeah. meat. Yeah. I'm, this is Emily Post. I was raised with uh, with etiquette uh, at the dinner table, and she was shoveling. This is my mom would have said, "Hey, stop shoveling." You know, that's just not okay. And then. Eh, then there was uh, there's some con- control. So she's just chowing down like this chowing is the best down. stuff she's ever had. <laughs> yeah, she's this has got to be every night. How can she even stay? You know, I'm surprised she hasn't really totally chubbed out. Now she looked pretty good in that dress, but she I, has to exercise a lot. But I'm I take sure of it. I, I take back the uh, the hairdo. Oh my god, it looked horrible. Her hair was weird. Anyway, so you and I had a little uh, conversation. I was yelling and bitching before the show. <clears throat> we we actually have a, uh, a similar clip, and you had it listed as end of show clip. And I wanted to roll into it, but first I wanted to explain where I came from, where I was thinking about this, is that uh, we know that uh, the uh, the president swore his oath to United State uh, of America, the United State Nations Union of America. On the uh, on Martin Luther King's Bible, right? And I, at that moment, now <clears throat> this is this is kind of things that we're trained to do here at the No Agenda Show, best podcast in the universe, is not just take it face value. If you, if I say to anyone on the street, Martin Luther King, like we're like, I had a dream, and um, and he fought uh, segregation and uh, racial discrimination, and I'm a little bit older than most people who get interviewed on the street for television. And I and I know that there was a lot more to Martin Luther King, so I went back and I and I was looking around and I tried to avoid the "I have a dream" speech. And as I'm reading through all the things he's done, I'm like, it's really, it's really quite bold of the president uh, on uh, Martin Luther King Day, I might add, which was Monday, his inaug- his, uh, the, his inauguration for him being Obama too. Um, and to have his hand on uh, Martin Luther King's Bible, it's rather bold for a stoner from Hawaii. You know what I mean? It's like, wow. That, I mean, seriously? And then I start to look into this, and I read that... Uh, oh God, so i got to adjust my glasses here. Uh, I read that he, it, he, you know, he signs a proclamation on the day of, and he declared that day the National Day of Hope and Resolve. And I'm like, this is, you know, this is a little bit irritating. Now he, he's a he's a stoner from Hawaii, uh, which you know he admits, and um, you know, and then you know, this, he was a community organizer, a constitutional uh, law professor, or you know, intern, assistant. whatever. But he's not, he's not Martin Luther King. You know, he's just not. And then I decided to uh, pull a clip from a. A speech that I always found to be very inspiring uh, by Martin Luther King. Uh, just a, a short minute and a half of the drum major instinct. Are you familiar with this speech by uh, the good Doctor John? I may have heard it. 
Um, but am I familiar with it? No. Okay. Well, there's. it's very, very... Here's the, the piece that I find applicable to this conversation. And they were saying now, when you establish your kingdom, let one of us sit on the right hand and the other on the left hand of your throne. Now, very quickly... We would automatically condemn James and John, and we would say they were selfish. Why would they make such a selfish request? But before we dim, condemn them too quickly, let us look calmly and honestly at ourselves, and we will discover that we too have those same basic desires for recognition for importance that same desire for attention that same desire to be first of course the other disciples got mad with James and John and you could understand why but we must understand that we have some of the same James and John qualities and that is deep down within all of us an instinct it's a kind of drum major instinct a desire to be out front a desire to lead the parade a desire to be first so this is uh, so this entire speech which uh, is uh, is i think one of his better speeches is literally saying, be careful, because when we reach the mountaintop, don't become the drum major and don't think that you can then be better at leading the parade. And as I'm Googling around, you know that they unveiled that, that statue of Martin Luther King in Washington, D.C.? Oh, that horrible-looking statue? Yeah, turns out they are scrubbing off the right-hand side... It actually, there's oh, an yeah, inscription. Yeah, it, has, it has a quote that they're getting rid of. I was a drum major for justice, peace, and righteousness. And, you know, so this relates directly back to this speech, which you should read or listen to the whole the speech in its entirety. So they're trying to take this away where he was really saying, hey, when we get there, be very careful what you do. And it struck me, you know, it's like, wow, you know, this is the Martin Luther King who did a lot more than just... Uh, you know, just fight for uh, racial inequality. And this is where, and I, I won't play the whole clip, John, because you're right. We can play the whole clip as an end of show clip, but this is Cornell West, who you and I both think is kind of kooky. Um, you know, he has kind of like the Don King hair, but he's uh, yeah. And we should mention that he's been floating around the country as a as a as a uh, kind of a two man comedy act with uh, Tavis Smiley. And they have been very critical of Obama. And and uh, in this clip, uh, he just lays into him. Even though he backs off at the very end, he kind of chickens out at, at some point. So, well, I still voted for him. He'd be better than Romney. Yeah. But for the most part, uh, he's, he's trying to make a point here. Even though, again, you know, nobody really wants to bite the bullet and just say that. I mean, it reminds me that well, I don't have the clip for t today. I was, couldn't find it in my list, but somewhere i think I, I mistakenly left it out but where Rand paul uh laces into hillary and says it. she should have, have been fired and everybody no. right wing left wing everybody in between condemns him yeah 
<laughs> anyway, but yeah, go on. Yeah, here's, uh, here's Cornell West. But, uh, uh, no. By the way, it, I only got it on C-SPAN. Did you see it anywhere else, this clip? Did you get it from somewhere? Yeah, I didn't get it from C-SPAN. I got okay. it from someplace else, right. and I can't remember where. When, when I got the news that my dear brother Barack Obama, President Obama, was going to put his precious hand on Martin Luther King Jr.'s Bible. I love how he says, his precious hand. <laughs> I, I got and by the way, you know, the thing that's great about this is, um, in a public forum, this is a black man. Because only a black man can say these things. If a white man said what you're about to hear, he would be a racist you know, uh, moon landing denier, Holocaust denier, Republican, whatever. Upset, and I got upset because you don't play with Martin Luther King Jr. and you don't play with his people. And by his people, what I mean is people of good conscience, fundamentally committed to peace and truth and justice, and especially the black tradition that produced him. All the blood, sweat, and tears that went into producing a Martin Luther King Jr. generated a brother of such high decency and dignity that you don't use his prophetic fire as just a moment in a presidential pageantry without understanding the challenge that he presents to all of those in power no matter what color they are. So that's Cornell basically saying, hey, man, Obama's a, a, a stoner from Hawaii, okay? No matter what color they are. So well, the right about the drone thing and the murderous yeah, yeah, yeah. No, aspect it, it, of it's this coming up. president. It's coming up. It's coming up. And he also says he's a war criminal. Yeah. Of a Martin Luther King Jr. becomes a moment in political calculation. And that makes my blood boil. Why? Because Martin Luther King Jr., he died owing the three crimes against humanity he was wrestling with. Jim Crow, traumatizing, terrorizing, stigmatizing black people, lynching and so forth. Not just segregation, the way the press likes to talk about. I love that too. <laughs> segregation. No, no, no. They were killing black people. <laughs> right on, Cornell. Second, carpet bombing in Vietnam, killing innocent people, especially innocent children. That's those are war crimes Martin Luther King Jr. was willing to die for. Yeah, they don't talk about that ever. Now, yeah, now do you remember Martin Luther King, don't you, I think? You, you, uh... Never met him. <laughs> but did you witness, well, you were young at the time, but do you, do you remember any yeah, of what of was going on? Yeah, everybody did. Well, I, I didn't. But, you know, so, but do you remember him being anti-Vietnam, anti-war? Yeah, that's why they killed him. And thirdly was poverty. I love you, man. Of all colors. He said it's a crime against humanity. Really? Is that why they killed him? Because he was anti-Vietnam? I think it was one of the, uh, yeah, one wow. of the, I think it was one of the variables that they decided wow. he had to go. Wow. He's a troublemaker. And we had a lot of black soldiers. He didn't need some guy like that floating around bitching and moaning. <laughs> it's Jim C. Dvorak, everybody. For the richest nation in the history of the world. Jim Crow Dvorak. <laughs> Wow. Girl, they have so many of his precious children of all colors and living in poverty and especially on the chocolate side of the nations and on Indian reservations and brown barrios and yellow slices and black ghettos then. We call them hoods now, but ghettos then. So I said to myself, okay, there's nothing wrong with putting a hand on the Bible, even though the Bible's talking about justice and Jesus is talking about the least of these. But when you put it Martin's Bible... I love it. Martin's Bible. We got to learn to talk like that, John. That's great. But a Martin's Bible. That's when it's not right. I said, this is personal for me. Because this is a tradition that I come out of. 
This is a tradition that, that's connected to my grandmother's prayers and my grandfather's sermons and my mother's tears and my father's smile. Now wait for it, people, because here comes the rant of all rants. And it's over against all of those in power who refuse to follow decent policies. So I say to myself, Brother Martin Luther King Jr., what would you say about the new Jim Crow? What would you say about the prison industrial complex? What would you hey. say about the invisibility of so many of our prisoners? So many of our incarcerated, especially when 62% of them are there for soft drugs, but not one executive of a Wall Street bank going yeah. to jail. Yeah. Not one. Not one. Martin doesn't like that. Not one wiretapper. <laughs> I love that. Not one wiretapper. <laughs> you know what? I got the kick out of this thing. I, I don't know if you want to keep I just, playing I just it, want to do the, do the drones, then we'll talk. Just, it's coming right up now. Not one torture under the Bush administration <laughs> at all. Then what'd you say about the drones being dropped on our precious brothers and sisters in Pakistan? Yeah, exactly. The drones being dropped. Yeah, he also calls him a war criminal. Yeah, but the guy who's getting the biggest kick out of this is this was a large is, group is of, Newt Gingrich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Newt is there just smiling and he's <laughs> kind of laughing to himself. Yeah. No, I I loved. It. I thought that, and I, you know, I was like, we need. To, you know, you and I have seen this, of course, and. You know, you got to put some stuff into perspective, though. You know, it's not everyone is is watching this stuff. Not everyone watches C-SPAN or gets this. And but this is real perspective. And I'm and I'm happy that uh, Cornell is out there saying that. No, not anyone gives a crap. Except yeah, for us. and he'll probably end up on O'Reilly. You know, he'd be on the uh, right wing shows uh, after uh, a, a little while. Did you hear that, and you hear that Dennis Kucinich yeah. uh, got a gig on Fox? Sorry, Dennis Kucinich. The Democratic, he yeah, he's got a gig on Fox. Oh, he's got—he doesn't got the personality to carry a show. No, but he's—but it's funny that he got the gig on Fox, which we always said has been run by Democrats, and now they're actually putting yeah, Democrats know, in just to make it crazier. So the um, just to wind up uh, uh, this uh, this inauguration, um, so you know that what was different this year is the um, uh, the inauguration committee decided it was okay to take donations uh, from uh, corporate sponsors. And all those all those people there, they were evil corporate sponsors. Yes, they were they were bust in. Uh, I have all all of these links uh, of you know these were basically free bus trips. They bust everybody in from all over the country. Well, uh, did they make them wear the same thing? Because if you looked at on this large yeah, audience, it was yeah. all one color. <laughs> what do you, what does that mean? Is that a racist joke? No, no, I'm talking about color. It was like red or or purple. Or something. It's not a racist joke. Didn't you look at this thing? Yeah. There's this huge crowd that goes all the way to the Washington Monument, and they all have, like, it's like a college color. It's like a, watching a football game where everyone's wearing the same colors of the college. Didn't you notice this? Yeah. Well, it just looked all like everyone well, was wearing dark look, colors. Right. That's not normal. No, because they were all bust in, and they, it was all, it was all, it was staged as usual. The whole th and and this is what I love. Did you hear about that? Let's back up a second. If that was staged, who cares about Beyonce lip syncing then? Well, I mean, these guys have got to get their act together. They're either staging everything, <laughs> or I mean, I don't see how the news media can bitch about Beyonce. They look at this this huge. Well, the news media is not bitching about Beyonce. That's just to distract idiots. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but what I liked is that they had this overflow area. Because, you know, the mall was completely full, so they had the overflow area where thousands of people were watching uh, a Jumbotron. 
And it was uh, yeah, a telescreen, let's put it that way. And so their leader was on the telescreen, but then it, the thing, like, it blew up. <clears throat> and it, it, it uh, you know, I think someone was messing with it, actually. Um, you know, I don't have any uh, any clip of it or anything of it. Um, but, the, you know, during the speech, uh, it just went, went haywire. And then thousands of people started walking the other way. You're like, oh, must see leader, must go, must see speech by leader, telescreen not working. And then they got pushed back, like, oh, that is bad. We have, uh, da, da, da. It was total 1984. <laughs> Just, uh, 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 I cannot see leader on screen. Hey, let's, uh, I might as well, you know, I listened. What was in that speech? There was nothing. It was the most vapid inaugural speech i have ever heard in my life i couldn't get a clip nah, out of it nah, i couldn't neither. find some crazy little commentary it was just boring well, except for Did the I miss something was it was he was so boring that there was a gem in there that we missed well you know the the, the climate change thing that was about it oh, yeah. big deal yeah like i'm going after climate change yeah that was about it that was about it he lost that good speech right obviously i mean this speech well, was yeah. just no, the guy Dull. went to the guy went to Hollywood. He's doing a show. Remember, he left. Yeah, I to go to go write TV shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it would. I felt there was you know again there was a whole bunch of Martin Luther King references. That, that's it, it, if anything, yeah, it kind of annoys me. It was bad. Me. Yeah. By the way, I think that kid's already doing the TV shows because I have a clip. Okay. From two broke girls, which shows you how <laughs> bad today's sitcoms are. Uh, okay. Gee. I just hung up from a very panicked phone call, and you'll never believe what happened. The guy from the record store called to say I have super gonorrhea. <laughs> you actually think a guy that you don't even remember called to tell me that you have super gonorrhea. <laughs> yes, that's how tired I am. Are you going to make me wait forever? Do I have it or not? It's not super gonorrhea, but it is super bad news. This woman just called to confirm her order for a thousand cupcakes for tomorrow. I've been so tired, I completely forgot. I'd rather have super gonorrhea. Are you insane? We can't do a thousand cupcakes by tomorrow. We have to do it. It'll ruin our reputation if we don't. Wow, man. And the laugh track is just it blows me away. The laugh track is the absolute worst, by the way, but it's got some it's got some very modern elements. I have to say the laugh track is not an old-fashioned one, it's, but it's still a laugh track. It sucks. No yeah. one's going to think this is funny. No. And what is this super gonorrhea meme that they pound on this show, you know? It's, it's, I thought that the, the Did you look it up? Did you, did you look it disgusting. up? Did you look it up? Well, I know what super gonorrhea is. What's the difference between regular gonorrhea? It's the one they can't cure. Super gonorrhea, Mr. Super gonorrhea. Super gonorrhea. Really? You can't cure it? Super no, this is a n notorious hey, hey, gonorrhea. Hey, 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 look at if this. you get it, you're, you're well, totally hosed. Dude, January 9th, 2013, super strain of drug-resistant gonorrhea concerns U.S. officials. Oh. oh, oh my goodness. It looks like we have a vaccine for it. Suffix me. Suffix. Suffix me. Ah. Suffixamy. <laughs> That's funny. Suffixamy. Hey, I got some super gonorrhea. Can you suffixamy? C E F I X I M E. Suffixamy. Oh, it's an antibiotic used to treat bacterial infections, has shown to be ineffective against 7% of gonorrhea cases. Uh, this is the super gonorrhea. So they're very, they're right on the ball. It's amazing. 
How a show that is written and produced months in advance can be so timed with the news that breaks. How does that work? It's uh, part of the uh, uh-huh. something. I can't believe that you didn't find all these news reports about the super gonorrhea. I know about. I already knew about super gonorrhea. It's been in the news. I thought you knew about it. I'm New, stunned. New York, stunned. New York, that well, you don't know all about it. I have one partner. I don't have to worry about things like this. Here, NewYorkMagazine.com. Super gonorrhea here to ruin blowjobs forever. Wow. It doesn't say that. It says that literally. Literally. What? Yeah, it says... What, what, New York Magazine? Yeah. And it says... NYMag.com, written by Kat Stoffel. Super gonorrhea here to ruin blowjobs forever. In the hierarchy of sexually transmitted diseases, one tends to privilege the forever diseases like HPV and herpes and not think so much about chlamydia and gonorrhea. They're unpleasant to be sure, but nothing a strong course of antibiotics can't clear up and it goes on super gonorrhea is going to ruin blowjobs forever Mm. here it even ends saliva contains enzymes that destroy gonorrhea so kissing and cunnilingus don't spread it nice well that's good news (laughs) basically screw you guys and women get all the all the pleasure is that what i'm reading here i don't know what you're reading new york magazine well, now you know. I'm glad you caught up. <laughs> well, in the morning to you, too, John C. Dvorak. Uh, in the morning to you, Adam Curry. In the morning to all the ships at sea. Boots on the ground, subs in the water, feet in the air, and all the knights and dames out there. Yeah, thank you very much to our artist. Joe the Dish Slave checked in with our uh, previous uh, album art, uh, episode 480, with uh, Mokhtar Belmokhtar. It was great, the uh, the cigarette, the Mr. Marlboro man. And, uh, by the way, we're... Uh, we're working on a script with one of our producers who writes scripts, right? This uh, this producer of ours? Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Yeah, so he's going to write the script so we can uh, get it optioned and uh, and sell it and make a bundle. <laughs> As usual, another one of our schemes make to make a bundle. I'd also like to thank uh, all of the uh, human resources in the chat room, noagendastream.com, noagendachat.net, uh, always there to uh, uh, hand me a line or uh, find out that the, the Adam Sandler movie was funny, people. So uh, it's appreciated. And this is a value-for-value proposition. Uh, We do it all week long, and uh, twice a week we bring it to you, to the masses, to the tens of thousands of you, uh, and uh, you support us with your uh, donations. It looks like the Knights checked in uh, to help us out. As usual, whenever uh, things are down, you can always count on the Knights. Okay. Yeah, no, they come through, I have to say. Are you opening the spreadsheet? Is that what this delay is about? No, 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 I because <laughs> I'm not doing that. I have, uh, Funny people came out in 2009. News Corp bought MySpace in 2005. You're right. You are correct, sir. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. I freely admit it. So it was a scam. Yeah, but James Taylor was still funny in it. Well, I guess. I didn't see the movie in... Anything that says f- funny people, it's like it's like the clip. <laughs> it's just, you know, I got a couple of these clips, by the way. Well, are we going to thank our producers? That's what I'm oh, waiting yeah. for. Oh, you want us to actually do the, produ- the thanking the producers now? I thought we because we usually do this. It's f- this, this is kind f- of we've uh, been 45 minutes. Do you think it's time for the opening credits of the show? Because you think it would be. Uh, 
you know, normally we say, okay, I got it up. I just said in the morning, John C. Dvorak, you said all in the morning. Spitzer, we want to thank our executive producers and associate executive producers. Buzz you. You Buzz you. Buzz me. Buzz you. Yeah, buzz you. Sir Spitzer in Jamaica Plains, Massachusetts. Came with 481 uh, for show 481. Good for him. Helped push us out of the doldrums because we sent out a, a plea, a little newsletter that was complaining. He's going for his third knighthood, wow. which he managed, uh, I guess. But uh, he says, I selected show 481 after a thorough investigation of the number 481. Found that it has no mathematical, numerological, historical, <laughs> mythological, or main significance whatsoever. It's a lame number, basically. Lame number, yes. It's with a lame number theory. Uh, so he doesn't think it's a coincidence. Its very anonymity must be evidence of its incredibly powerful occult significance. Ah. So <laughs> hidden that no one knows what it means. Thank you, Sir Jim. <laughs> Fantastic. The yes, Soul but. Club for the 481 Club member. Yeah, well. Highly appreciated. It means something. Sir uh, Dwayne Melanson from Tigard, Oregon. Uh, which I would prefer to say Tigard, uh, 33333, ITM, JCD, and ACC. Uh, please give me an in the morning and keep up the good work. I don't know why donations are down. You've been doing great work on both halves of the show, by the way. I heard that if you don't know, donate, your imaginary girlfriend is twice as likely to die. <laughs> Fact. Science. In the morning. Science. Science. <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, Sir Melanson. Brownsville, Texas, anonymous donor with 33333, anonymous donor from Parts Unknown. No, it says Brownsville, Texas. Oh, well. A couple of months ago, I asked for job karma with a particular job in mind and ended up getting that job. I'm led to believe it was thanks to the no agenda karma that I got the job. Why? Because on my first pay stub, my employee number was three, three, three. (laughs) I so believe it. Of course, that's karma talking to you, my friend, saying, hey, here you go. Here you go. Pay stubs have changed recently and now no longer show an employee number. This is obviously a sign that my karma has run out and it's time to cough up. This is a temp gig ending soon, so running out of karma now is no good. So one, an anonymous executive producer is dumb. Give the credit to a producer of your choosing. Okay. Two, I heard... Cow fart is the cause of global warming, so I'd like a climate gate detective poopy, Dr. Kiki Jingle. <laughs> Second jingle said, of magic number 33 and super job karma, I'm hoping for a full-time offer or a new gig next donation. I'm not writing a note. Okay, I'm going to see if I, can, if I can put all this together for him here. Shut up already. It's science. To the gate, to the gate, to the climate gate. <laughs> Detective Dookie. Detective Dookie. Poop Police. SPU Special Poop Unit. I'm not quite sure what a, that was, but. A Hans Schultz in Rostock. Um, Rostock. Get more nation uh, Deutschland? Deutschland. 21260. Now check this out. This is, this is, this is a great note here. Thanks to Adam. Yeah, because it says thanks to Adam. Yeah, of course. Thanks to Adam for the Schiphol. 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 Wireless password. Time to become a knight. Value for value. He's got his accounting. Yeah. Where's the rest of the note? No, but that's that's the note. It's because, so he basically um, is value for value. He, he I think he had a big layover at Schiphol Airport, and he got the, the no agenda wireless network. 
And he's like, hey, this is a cool community. I, I need to up the ante. Yeah, well, you love that. If you're in that airport, you can sit there and just surf the net to your heart's content. That's right. Thank, thanks again to our techno expert for setting that up. Uh, Sean Conley, Sir, Sir Sean, to you in Naperville, or uh, Illinois, 200. Angus and Johan, thanks for the best podcast in the universe. Can I get a too delicious don't eat me shut up already for my next ringtone? Uh, does, does he, now, does too delicious go first? That's what he says. Okay. Well, then we'll do it that way. It's almost too delicious to believe, my friend. Don't eat me, Hillary Clinton. Oh, crap. Hold on a second. I screwed that up. He wants the whole thing with Dr. Kiki. My mistake. Hold on. Let me do it again. It'll be worth it. And does that have to be karma or is it just those three? No, no just because he wants it for a ringtone. Okay. All right. Here we go. Ringtones ready. And here we go. It's almost too delicious to believe, my friend. Don't eat me, Hillary Clinton. Shut up already. Science. That's Interesting. Gonna, that's going to be some ringtone. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. <laughs> People be looking at you. <laughs> yeah. Sanford Staub in Kuskia, <laughs> Idaho, 200 without comment. Austin Voss, uh, Sir Austin uh, in Calgary, 200. This is, this is, the, this is the Knights, man. It's like, hey, the, you know, people aren't pulling their weight. The Knights jump in. I really appreciate that. That's very awesome nightage. Yes, the very, night very awesome. The night is does the show. Yes. It's their show. I also want to thank uh, Todd McGreevy. Uh, he gets the PR associate of the uh, week. Now, we don't really encourage this behavior any, anymore, but I had to mention the fact that he is forwarding the domain name slavescanner.com to uh, noagendashow.com, which I think is uh, very appropriate. It's a good one to remember, slavescanner.com. Hey, what's the name of that show you're always listening to in the car? Oh, that's at slavescanner.com. Oh, okay. Slave scanner. Cool, man. Thanks. I'll be sure to get right on it. Yeah, anyway, I want to remind people that uh, we got another show coming up on Sunday. We can continue to support as necessary. Dvorak.org slash NA channel. Dvorak.com slash NA. Uh, NoAgendaShow.com has a link, and so does uh, NoAgendaNation.com. We yeah. can also buy a mug. i got to thank uh, Eric. He uh, So he sent over a big box, and I love it when big boxes are waiting for me at the front door when I come home. And uh, so in the box was all these uh, things I had to sign. I guess you signed a whole bunch of things, too, autograph, uh, like stuff he was sending out. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. So, you know, Eric's so efficient. He sends, like, he sends the stuff to sign and includes a Sharpie. <laughs> Just in case you don't have a Sharpie, Dumbo. But he gave me my Christmas gift. Did you get a Christmas gift from uh, Eric the Shill? No. What did he get? You didn't get a Christmas gift? No. <laughs> what do you mean, no? Why do you say it like that? You know, did you give him a Christmas gift? He always gets a gift. What did he send you? He sent me the Merck Index. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah, yeah, I know. What's the copyright date on that thing? Um, Hold on. I got it right. It's big. It's the hardcover. It's fantastic. Yeah, I know. They're, they're all hardcover. I don't know that they've ever released a softcover. Uh, so on the inside, uh, well, let's see. Uh, where would it say the 2006? It's right. a 2006. Yeah, is that is that old? No, that's pretty new. Yeah, it's that's a, a good one. It's amazing. All of, everything is in there. You ever need to know? Just look it up. Look okay. stuff up. So okay. this will kill you if you do this. Okay, it's mostly to tell you what's good. Chemists use them as the, as like the the thing is. To my plan, is this dangerous? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just go to a random page. Iodoxybenzoic acid. And where's the part where it says whether it'll kill you or not? It'll be right at the end of the description. At the end of the blurb? Let's see. 
mild chemo selective environmentally friendly oxidizing agent. Oh, oh, we can ingest that. That's no problem. Yeah, you can have a spoon. <laughs> Spoonful. Uh Folodrine. Folodrine. Sounds good. Folodrine. Uh and forate. Will forate kill me? I don't know. Yeah. It's good. cool. And it has all the little diagrams, those little like uh uh beehives. Beehives. You know, I don't know what that you're talking about, but yeah, okay. Every single one has a little drawing. It's like a beehive, and it tells you what it is, like OH, CH214. That's kind of the construction of yeah, the molecule. the molecule. Yeah, beehives. That's what it looks like. It looks like beehives. But it's great. It has the indents for your finger to go in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is, but you need this book more than anyone. Yeah. No, it's, a, it's a beautiful book. And, and I'd like to mention that one of our uh, knights... Uh, has also published a book, and I think it's my fault. Uh, Sir Andrew Lemessini has published a, a book called The End of Marvelous. He sent a copy to me. I, th- he was, I, I think we met him on the Hot Pockets tour. I'm thinking Colorado Springs. And he was like, ah, I my book. I'm looking for a publisher, and it sucks. And I'm like, dude, just self-publish it. He's like, no, I'm not going to do that. So, okay, well, good luck then with your book. And he self-published it. Yeah, it's no big deal anymore. No, but it's it's. I mean, he wrote a book. Come on, that's yeah, a big deal. People do that, you know. They oh, write books. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this this guy, John, uh, actually released the book. Oh, oh! <laughs> I never even thought of that. <laughs> Let me write this down. What a concept! So everybody. the next pro. Oh, I see you right. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you're supposed Ooh, to no. release the book. <laughs> hey, thank you to our knights mainly, but all of our uh, producers today, executive and associate executive producers, uh, for stepping up and uh, helping us through the slow month of January. Dvorak.org slash N-A. And always, we need help with you going out and propagating that formula. Our formula is this. We go out, we hit people in the mouth. Citizen. Before we get going, John, um, you know you were mocking me so incredibly the other day on the on the show about well, this. Uh, well, about well, you mock me about most things, uh, but in this yeah, case, so what's, uh, what's new? Yeah, nothing new about the blood type di- diet connection. Yeah. And I just want, can I just read to you a, a little bit of the theory behind it? Because you are, you're like, so this is impossible. This is total. No, I never said it was impossible. I just said it was stupid. <laughs> okay. Can I just read a little bit of the theorem to you? It's very, oh, it's, yeah. it's short. Oh, yeah. I think okay. you should. Okay. Uh, so first of all, the connection. Now, where's be- this come from? Where does this document come from that you're reading? This is coming from Dr. Peter J. Dadamo and Catherine Whitney, who uh, wrote a book and published it, by the way. Called Eat Right for Your Type. Pierre Dottimo. Well, Eat Right Pierre. for Your Type. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, but but I, could you not Google it and just listen to me read? Because that'll be mm-hmm. more fun. Because otherwise you're like, you're reading and you're not listening to what I'm saying, which is pretty much the reason I think why you and Mimi live in different states. That's a joke. That's a joke. I'm grabbing, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the connection between blood type and diet is a new idea for most people, but they often find that it answers some of their most perplexing questions. Okay, I'm moving ahead. Blood types are as fundamental as creation itself. In the masterful logic of nature, the four blood types follow an unbroken trail from the earliest moment of human creation to the present day. They are the signatures of our ancient ancestors on the indestructible uh, parchment of history. 
The gene for blood type A emerged at a point in history when humans were evolving from hunter-gatherers and settling into more permanent agrarian communities. So, moving ahead, your blood type is the key to your body's entire immune system, and as such is the essential defining factor in your health profile. Your blood type antigen serves as the guardian at the gate, creating antibodies to ward off dangerous interlopers. So far, so good, I think. When an antibody encounters the antigen of a microbial invader, a reaction called agglutination occurs. Are you familiar with agglutination? I'm sure I'll be in a minute. Uh, Which is literally gluing. The antibody attaches to the viral antigen and makes it very sticky. When cells, viruses, parasites, and bacteria are agglutinated, they stick together and clump up, which makes the job of their disposal all the easier. So this is the whole idea. A chemical reaction occurs between your blood and the foods that you eat. This reaction is part of your genetic inheritance. So what they're saying is certain types of foods with the lectins, combined with the lectins used by viruses or bacteria, can be blood type specific, making them a stickier pest for a person of that blood type. So that's kind of the idea, is that certain foods uh, create the agglutination and therefore weaken your immune system. What do you think? It's bullcrap. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Shut up already. It's science. Is that really bullcrap? It sounds He's so He's been big. writing this exact same book apparently since 1997. He keeps bringing it out one form or another. If you look on the uh, Amazon list, of, he's got a million of these same exact books. And he's just he's milking it. He's milk, milking the idea. So it sounds cool to the you know, to the uneducated, to the confused, to the confused and uneducated. Really? Yeah, it's perfect. I have to say, I've I've lost several pounds. Um, yeah, probably because you're dying from this <laughs> diet. It's killing you. Stop. You don't need to lose weight. You're already thin. No, I got really fat in Amsterdam. Serious? No, really. Well, you were drinking too much. That's because you stopped drinking. You know, you guys were getting plowed all the time while you were there. And also, the stick doctor, he fixed me. I, I'm going to go back just to say hi, and I, I'm already sending people on. That stuff really works. My back is healed. Healed. One session with Dr. Ken with his stick, pulling my pants down, and I'm healed. Ah, the glass rod treatment always works. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that that is nevertheless, our. Nevertheless, <laughs> the consensus among dietitians, physicians, and scientists is that the theory is unsupported <laughs> Shut by up. any scientific evidence. Oh, okay. Well, uh, he's. What In other is, words, he can't even do a lack of clinical. You know, if you look at the Wikipedia and the blood type diet, yeah, they don't even try doing clinical trials. Yeah. No. No. Of course, it costs money to do that. Can't be doing, you know. It's just, it's just choosing what you eat. It's not like some medic medication. I mean, come on, you know. We all know if you don't eat a burger, it's you're going to last longer. I think that all the uh, listeners out there who have a, a mind to do this should send you a nutrition book. No, just I th- think he no, loves gifts. No, I, th- I think put it in a big box. I think that all <laughs> hardcover. I think that all. Uh, uh, I think people should try this out. Give it a shot. What do you got to lose? Yeah, that's like the that's the oh well don't uh, knock it if you haven't tried it. I didn't say that. I said you can knock it all you want. I don't give a crap. That's exactly what you said in a different phrase. No, no. So it's not what I said. I said no. It's not what I said. I said whatever. Exactly what you said. No, I know. Then I would have said don't knock it till you try it, which I didn't say. Well, you might. You just did now. Oh, oh. 
okay, no, if you want to go on in this direction, becoming a food nut, you know, one of these picky eaters, no, oh, I can't have tomatoes because <laughs> it doesn't match my blood type. That's exactly you want to be one of those guys. Yeah. Knock yourself out. No, hold on a second. When I stop smoking, which, by the way, five months now, I'll take a little congratulatory applause. Five months. I did not become uh, an anti-smoking Nazi. So I'm not becoming like a... In fact, you can have the tomato, even though it doesn't match my blood type. It's just, it's not the best thing for my blood type. So, you know, so I, I shouldn't be eating tomatoes every day. It's just, it's just, it's, it's just a shift in diet. I don't think it's, it's going to hurt any. You know, it's like, you know, you, you mock me about the applied kinesiology, but I haven't had a, an attack of, of mold uh, since I've been taking whatever crap he's been giving me. Mold? Yeah, the mold. I had to, I was sleeping. Remember I was sleeping 18 hours a day because of the mold, the tree mold? You had mold? Tree mold. You're getting moldy? It's out. <laughs> you got to do more work. I got to I got to open my legs more often. Exactly. Uh, you can you can laugh all you want. Don't you no, anyway. I think you're, right. well, you can keep pushing this idea. I'm not pushing it. I'm not pushing it. It seems to be it. second half of the show stuff. It's so wacky. I'm not pushing it. I'm just ex- just telling people what I'm doing. All right. I'm not advocating anything. I'm just, you know, I'm, in fact, I'm not even telling people. I'm talking to you. I'm, I don't care what other people think about me. Like, quite honestly, I don't give a crap what you think about me. I'm just giving. <laughs> you don't give a crap about what anyone thinks. No, I'm just giving. Okay, just, okay, it's okay, conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm having a conversation. Mo- believe me, I'm sorry I mocked you for this idiocy. Uh, <laughs> I not- and he mocks me in the apology. It's unbelievable. No, I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm, I, I apologize deeply. For for saying anything whatsoever. No, it's it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm gonna be at the donation segment it's here. Let's okay. get to some some clips. Yeah, please. Okay, so we're probably gonna start talking about Hillary. So might as well. So I'm watching the news hour. You know, the public broadcasting national treasure. Glenn Eiffel. Yeah. Glenn Eiffel gets oh. to take over. Uh, this is the uh, this is the woman who wrote the. Uh, the, the hey geography about Obama. Yeah, uh, if you don't you know, remember what oh, hey, what a great guy. And yeah. she's like, she shouldn't even be on the air after writing that book because no. it's a conflict of interest. But she gets her chance. They guess somebody went on vacation or as you know something or another. As Martin Luther King, they had to put her on. So she is now the host, and she opens up. This is her big chance to host the show right at the beginning. So I'm gonna, I'm going to get, 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 have the lead in, and then her her debut as the host. From viewers like you. Thank you. Secretary of Clinton, Secretary of State, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> no, I, I, I've had that happen to me. Where you get your big, big break and then this happens. Because you ask, sure. It's interesting because she's not the only one that, uh, that, that made that mistake. I'm going to find uh, you. You kind of caught me off guard, but I thought it was Secretary pretty. of Clinton. Somebody else said that. Well, I got something better. So they're talking about uh, the Al Qaeda's uh, in uh, in in northern Africa, and Jay Carney is uh, doing his little press conference thingy. And uh, here's what happens there: AQIP, uh, AQAP, and by AQIM. Uh, what is also well, it gets better. So AQIQ. So there's all these Al Qaeda's, right? AP. Now wait for the question. True is that. To this point, AQIM has not represented a direct threat to the homeland, uh, but you can tell by our support of the mission uh, that the French have undertaken and, and by our uh, overall efforts to uh, go after and, and contain and defeat 
uh, extremists who would do harm to our interests, uh, that we are very serious about this. So you could square those two, saying Al-Qaeda Central Command has been decimated even as Al-Qaeda-affiliated groups may be growing. I, I think you can square it by stating it clearly, which Secretary of State Clinton did and which President Clinton has and I have and others. I mean, sorry, President Obama has, Secretary of State Clinton. <laughs> Got you, wow, Connie. that's a beauty. Oh, but wait, that goes on. President Obama, <laughs> Press Secretary Carney. Uh, thank you. I you were not speculating much. <laughs> was that a lip sync? Dude, <laughs> <laughs> he, he stole my thunder. I was going to. I was going to make a lip sync joke. Oh, lip sync, lip sync joke. Yeah. So of course they're already talking about uh, Hillary Clinton being the president. That's why he slips on President Clinton, and he, he tries to play it off later, like, "No, I was talking to Bill." No, you weren't. The bill is incoherent. He Bill can't. Ta- he wasn't talking to Bill. He wasn't talking to Bill. Everybody's thinking in advance. This is why you see. So we have these hearings on Benghazi, and both of the first she does the Senate hearings where she blows up, uh-huh. and I have the full clip of the blowing up and what led to it. Yeah. Can I just and, can I can I just say one thing? An analysis before we get to your clips. I got a few clips, but analysis in general, or do you want to, or do you have a lead in here? No, no, give me the analysis, and because I, I have a number of points to make, too, but I don't have any deep analysis. Okay. The whole thing was scripted. They, all that time that, you know, they were, that she wasn't testifying, you can see she's reading the questions, and then she's, this is her tell. I, yeah, I, I think that's a good theory. She's reading the questions, looks up, looks down, reads her answer. It was like a table read. No, she had a exactly like a table where she had a binder and she would yes. flip through it as the question was being yeah, asked. Yeah. Oh wait, they're asking this out of order. Question. Yeah, it's out of order. This question. Now, of course, you know everyone's allowed to, to let a zinger in, but believe me, even Rand Paul, you know, ev- everyone's in on it. You know, and if, if you step over, well, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I was thinking maybe before we get to the blow up, let's just stay with Molly for a second because that's the stuff that I was looking for. Other stuff, uh, any anything but this bull crap about. You know, um, you know about her getting angry and all this stuff. Although I have some some stuff that plays into that. See, you shouldn't eat tomatoes. You get you start sneezing. So here's um, let's see. It is about a season, by the way. They're not in season. I only eat tomatoes in season. I eat good tomatoes. I don't eat the crap that they sell at Safeway. Here is uh, here is Hillary uh, talking about uh, you know how serious it is. Uh, actually, I, I should play them in order here. This is the first one about us being in northern Africa. Mullen goes on. It is not reasonable nor feasible to tether U.S. forces at the ready to respond to protect every high-risk post in the world. So She's reading this, by the way. We have to look at this from both the State Department and the DOD perspective, and we don't have assets of any significance right now on the African continent. We're only building that up. Uh, and so what do we... We've only just begun. Hey, baby, it's coming. Hello, Africa. We need in Africa what countries will welcome us there, <laughs> give us both our military and civilian uh, teams a, a good, safe base out of which to operate. So if we're focusing... If, if I were a, a warlord, or if I were like a, a president of any African country, I'd be like, oh, crap. Oh no! They're coming. It's like what? All of a sudden, it's like so normal that you know we need to find countries that will welcome us. It's like what are we doing? 
we have to go to all these African countries and we got to put our military in there and we got to be a part of something. Well, you, you might as well play this clip out of order, which is not the Hillary clip, but since you brought it up, the McRaven and JSOC AFRICOM clip, which was brought out on uh, the Democracy Now! show because there's this new movie that everyone has to go see called Dirty Wars. And the two producers, one of them, from, from both of them seemingly like liberals that are very disillusioned. And one of them looked like he was afraid of being assassinated on the show literally <laughs> seriously this guy was a wreck yeah <laughs> and uh, but this is what this, this and i have a lot of clips i'm going to play some on sunday too from these two characters but just listen to this uh, um or molly and 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 reported on this but but there's you know since africom was created as a full freestanding command uh like southern command um and uh central command africom has has been expanding these wars um and mcraven where he is now M mcraven is the is the commander of the special operations command he is he william mcraven is is the most powerful figure in the united states military he is an he's an incredibly brilliant man he's very shrewd. He understands media, um, and he is in charge of the most elite force the U.S. has ever produced. And he has been given carte blanche to do what he believes is right around the world, empowered much more under President Obama than they were under President Bush. In fact, you see someone who's worked within JSOC saying that to us in our film. And, and out of Camp Lemonnier, uh, which is in Djibouti, the U.S. Has, is, has been expanding these covert wars in Africa, and Somalia, most of what most Americans what they what, what they know about Somalia is Black Hawk Down, and I think in our film you're going to see a very different reality, and you're going to see a hellscape that has been built by a decade of covert war. Oh yeah, these guys are goners. You, they better start acting weird pretty quick. <laughs> they are goners. So let me let me add this in. So here is Hillary Lucifer clippity clop. You know, I'm sorry. How can we even be playing these clips of her? Without uh, her uh, her proper intro, this is not. It's clippity clop. The message is clear. Just clippity clop. <laughs> okay, so here is now. Now, uh, of course, this morning we had the f the first round of confirmation hearings for her uh, um, her follow up her. Uh, uh, John Kerry, you know, of course, this is happening while we're doing the show, so we can't really uh, analyze that maybe if there's anything good on Sunday. But here she is uh, talking about the danger. So, you know, why are we in Africa? Now, uh, producers, listeners of the No Agenda podcast, the best podcast in the universe, know that this is about kicking the Chiners out because they've put in the roads and everything. And thank you very much for all the work, Chiners. Now, get out because we're going to take all of the resources. Um, and I want to say that uh, Sir Atomic Rod... Uh, has debunked your theory about uh, uranium, uh, John. He wrote a, a pretty long pod, uh, blog post about this. He says that uh, Mali's potential uh, total uranium is 5,200 tons. Uh, that is uh, not even half of what France needs on a uh, yearly basis, and that this stuff, uh, all the uranium they need can be purchased for $600 million. So it's not about the uranium. Uh, there's a link in the show notes to uh, to look at that. So I think it still is gold, uh, gold oil uh, pipeline stuff. But uh, Hillary will tell you the real reason is, of course, uh, because of Al Qaeda. We are now trying to help put together uh, an African uh, force from ECOWAS so that African soldiers will be in the front of this fight. The Malians asked the French to come in. Obviously, France is one of our, our oldest uh, allies. We are trying to provide support to them. 
Um, but this is going to be uh, a very serious uh, ongoing threat. Because if you look at the size of northern Mali, if you look at the topography, it's not only desert, it's caves. Caves! Sounds reminiscent. Whoa, it's like Afghanistan is caves! That's where... Do you remember, by the way, when they first first went into Afghanistan and they had... They showed pictures of what the caves were going to be like. They're yeah. multi all from James Bond movies. Yeah. There was <laughs> levels, trucks going in and coming out, gold stories from stuff. missiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember all that? Yeah, it reminiscent. And they showed these things. They showed yeah. on CNN. Here's what we suspect the cave looks like. And this cave was like some sort of James Bond fantasy. <laughs> They'll probably use the same footage for the caves in well, Mali. I think it's been forgotten. It's been long enough. The you know period has lapsed. They can run this bull crap on the public once again. Well, hold on a second. Let's just take a quick look here. Let's do, consult the Book of Knowledge. Molly uh, Caves. Oh, it looks like Arizona. Cool. All right, let's continue with this. Uh, we are in for a struggle. Struggle! Uh, but it is a necessary struggle. We cannot permit northern Mali to become a safe haven. People say to me all the time, well, AQIM hasn't attacked the United States. Well, before 9-11-2001, uh, we hadn't been attacked on our homeland since, I guess, the War of 1812 and, and Pearl Harbor. So, Really? I mean, just because it didn't happen. You can't say, well, because they haven't done something, they're not going to do it. This is not only a terrorist syndicate, it is a criminal a enterprise. Criminal enterprise. It's almost too delicious to believe, my friend. Criminal syndicate. So make no mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. We've got to have a better strategy. And I would hope we'd have not only a strategy that understands, you know, making it possible for these governments to defend themselves better, for people to understand and agree with us that these terrorists are not in any way representative of their values, but that we can bolster uh, democracy and uh, try to give these Arab revolutions a real chance to succeed. All we are saying is give Africans a chance. Did you notice the... uh the curious thing, this, these were supposedly Benghazi hearings. Yeah. You know, supposed to be, yeah. You know, the, the Congress, by the way, is a separate part of the government. Congress, and there's the executive branch, and there's the ju- judicial branch. These guys are supposed to all have their own powers. It, the Congress is not supposed to be in bed with the executive branch like these like some of these bullcrap democrats are they didn't ask her one question they just went on and on extolling how great she was the joe kennedy is announced who's a, who's from brookline he's a massachusetts house of representative guy oh, oh massachusetts nuts He's a Massachusetts nuts. House, you know, why this guy seems like an idiot why he would get voted in but that's massachusetts they he's just a kennedy vote. To Kennedy, hey Kennedy, he's hey, in. That's so what we he, do. Here's here's his questions about Benghazi. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, Mr. Ranking Member, and uh, Madam Secretary. Thank you uh, for uh, what I can only describe as a truly exemplary career uh, in public service and a dedication to thank public you. service. A million miles. Uh, and I look forward to what the future holds for you as well. Um, <laughs> when you become president, remember I said that, Hill. Remember? I have two broad-based questions for you, if I can, Madam Secretary. You now have obviously held this office for four years um, and an extraordinarily challenging 
uh, time in our history. We're seeing, we've recently passed the two-year anniversary of the Arab Awakening. We're seeing the recent headlines, threats, emerging threats from Algeria and Mali uh, across northern Africa, um, spreading out through the Middle East, uh, Iran, Pakistan, Afghanistan. Did you notice, by the way, he said headlines? No, where was that in there? He said headlines. We're seeing headlines. I don't think he said we're seeing actual events. We're seeing headlines. Maybe. Oh, yeah, that's what he said. Mm -hmm. a time in our history. We're seeing, we've recently passed the two-year anniversary of the Arab Awakening. We're seeing the recent headlines. Yeah. <laughs> so there's nothing, yeah, funny. nothing really happening. We just see the, head the, the headlines. The headlines. So you don't have to play anymore, but he just goes on and on saying how great she is. So, then, so just cut, cut to another one of these guys. This is supposed to be hearings on Benghazi. Play the classic kiss ad from Florida clip. So I'll just ask for a response in writing, and we'll go now to Mr. Deutsch from Florida. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. And we won't have to wait long because those were some good questions that I'll take up in a moment. Um, Secretary Clinton, first I'd like to thank, the op thank you uh, for the truly remarkable job that you've done as Secretary of State. You have represented the interests of this nation magnificently. And uh, I, for one, hope that after a bit of rest, you will consider a return to public service. And should that return bring you to Florida, I will look forward to welcoming you there. Uh, I'd be remiss if I did not take this opportunity to once again thank you for your efforts on behalf of just my constituents. Thank you. Robert thank her again. you can kill that clip, that's all he does. <laughs> what, <laughs> wait, wait. what is wrong with these people? Why don't you just say, look, it goes like this. It goes like this. If you don't have it, it's a, it's a hearing on Benghazi. You're called on. You yeah. can just say, I pass. I don't want to ask her any questions. <laughs> you're not going to say, you're gonna, not going to give up an opportunity to be on television. And I'll, no way. You're not going to pass. He can no just way. Say, no, 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 and no. And by the no, way, no, what no. is the great thing she did? Tell me what I just I, I'm asking you oh. just to ask Adam. Oh, oh, OK, well, she's what did she do in her four years? That is so great. She set the entire continent of Africa on fire, which uh, I think she single handedly was responsible for that. She uh, made sure that uh, we uh, we got uh, Libya, that we got Egypt. And by the way, her buddy uh, uh, Bill Gates uh, has now invested in uh you know, uh, uh, there's a consortium, like a billion dollars invested in, uh, in 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 Egypt company. You know, so it's like thanks. You know, that's great. So we got that. We we've totally destabilized Syria. The whole idea is to destabilize everything, make it very difficult, and primarily to kick Chiners out. Where Libya, Chiners. You know, Syria, Chiners. Uh, all throughout North Africa, China, China, China. It's like, get them out. We need to go in. We need to go steal everything. We're gonna, she's been fantastic. She is Lucifer Beelzebub has done her job. She needs to go back down to the fiery gates of hell. And well, nobody ever mentions this. That she's from hell? No, no, they don't mention that she did. You know, if you're going to take that approach, which, which I think that is probably what she did, should be getting credit for. But nobody ever says that. Well, I they give, just I make give these vague thank yous. No, thank I give you, her big Madam credit, Secretary. I give her big. If I was there, I'd, I'd say, Hill, great job. You've destabilized everything. We can go in. We can sell our war machines to all these other countries who also have interest there. We're, we're uh, balkanizing uh, the Middle East. You've done a great job. Hey, by the way. 
thanks for that Baku pipeline. That's all rocking. You know, we've got Europe. Uh, we've got them under uh, under our thumb. Now we're you know we're gonna uh, push the Russians out with our own pipelines. And you're doing that with your no chin monster uh, Baroness Van Ashton, so that we can uh, control the gas supply to Europe. Good job. I think as an American citizen, good job. You know, it's not very humane. You know, she's a total a-hole, and you know, the whole idea of what, what is happening is rubs me the wrong way, but from an, an imperialistic American screw-you standpoint, she's done a great job, and that's what all these people are sucking up to her for, because they've all got their interest in the things that she's been doing. That's the end of the Ask Adam. Uh, that was good. That was one of your better uh, answers. Rand Paul, however, was the only person, and, and of course, he, he leads into it, and then, you know, they, they, they both walk away back to the script. But he does slip one in, and I'll give him a point for that. No, oh, sorry. You responsibility have because no one else is. And this is, there is a certain amount of culpability to the worst tragedy since 9-11. And I'm glad you're accepting this. Here it comes. Now, my question is, is the U.S. involved with any uh, procuring of weapons, transfer of weapons, buying, selling, anyhow, transferring weapons to Turkey? Now, this is a an excellent question, and I think it's a trick question. So this, of course, we know is part of what went down in Benghazi, that there was a weapons transfer. There's been no accounting of all of the man pads, uh, all the weaponry no, right. that was in That's, Libya. We, we, we were all over that this when it is, happened. This is exactly what's been going on, and the U.S., of course, has been supplying these weapons to the so-called rebels. Turns out in Mali they, they were Canadians. You know, we've got all kinds of white dudes checking into hotels in Syria and just destabilizing every, everything because those are the we- this is the whole problem. This is why we had to cover it up, because there were weapons being smuggled through the Benghazi port. Chris Stevens was a part of it. And here's her answer. Out of Libya. To Turkey? To Turkey? Uh, what? Now, this is where she messes up. I, I, I will have to take that question for the record. That's, I, nobody's ever raised that with me. It's, I, I been don't. A, it's been in news reports that ships have been leaving from Libya and that they may have weapons. And what I'd like to know is the annex that was close by. There you go. That's He's talking about the annex next door to the uh, right, consulate. Which had in, the weapons. Which was, the CIA, which was CIA, because the CIA was there to, to move the weapons through, which they do. Uh, Iran Contra. I mean, this is not something that the that the CIA doesn't know how to do. They know how to sell weapons to rebels. Were they involved with procuring, buying, selling, obtaining weapons? And were any of these weapons being transferred to other countries, any countries, Turkey included? Any country. Well, now, 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 whoa, wait a minute. She's like, what? looking through the pages. This is not in my script. What, what is this guy doing? Is he so? What does he think he is, Robert De Niro? All of a sudden, what are you doing, a hole? Senator, you'll have to direct direct that question to uh, the agency that uh, ran the annex. Yeah, good luck with asking the CIA about that. <laughs> good <laughs> that luck with that. Nice comeback on good her luck. Part. Yeah, great. And now, but now watch her flow right. She's good. She's good. And I will, right. I will see what information is available. And uh, You're saying you don't know. I do not know. I don't have any information on that. And it- That, by the way, that could be one that comes back to bite her in the ass. But she'll be so old and decrepit by then it won't matter. You know, with respect to personnel, Senator, you know, first... And now, she, now, now it's back to the script. <clears throat> That's why we have... Um, she clears her throat. Yeah. <clears throat> Time to go back to the script, Senator. Independent people who uh, review uh, the situation as we did with... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Hey, can I, I'm going to stop for a second and mention a couple of things. Once she had her glasses on again, we should at least talk about that. Yep. I think, I think 
she her that whatever happened to her mm-hmm. it resulted in her in her some some small uh, motor movement uh that may, means she couldn't put her contacts in I think she can't put her contacts in. I think she's got something wrong with her, like she's going to shake or she can't get that lens without poking herself in the eye. Uh, seriously. Wait, so, and, so are you off of the, the, the facelift eye job? Well, I'm still kind of adhering to the attempted assassination and some of these other things, but I think she had something. Or maybe she, if she had an eye job, if she had LASIK surgery, even though those glasses are so Coke no. bottle-like that I can't believe that's the case. Uh, they, now, here, here's what I, uh, one of our doctors checked in. And uh, said, actually, I think his wife is the doctor. He said the the glasses are a little bit fogged, and that is uh, the type of glasses that you give to someone who's had a stroke, and that it looks like her left side is a little, a little bit uh, less mobile than her right side. That it, that could be. And 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 then and then I have to say, I'm going back to assassination attempt. I'm I'm with you there. They okay, they now- fried her brain with something. Now, the other thing is, is that if you watch the very beginning of the Senate hearings uh-huh. and you watch her have her sip of water very early, yeah. she can't actually she can't hold. Herself. She can't hold the, the glass? She holds the glass up to her mouth and then shakes. She, she yeah. holds the glass up to her mouth and then wiggles her head forward and backward to slosh water into her mouth. It's the weirdest thing oh you've ever God. seen. I, hold on a second. It's very lizard-like. It's just, she got the glass of... <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> and she's, she's, she kind of moves her head back and forth to slosh water. She doesn't actually pour, lift up and pour the glass into her mouth. Oh, that's interesting. So she can't... So what part of... So there's something with motor skills that's not working. I'm looking at the video right now, actually. So there's something with her with her motor skill, like so her arms. So she can't she can't which control means, her arms. Which makes me think she can't put her contacts in. That's why she's wearing glasses. Right, but that, she's never worn glasses. No, um, no. I think I have seen her once or twice, but she seems to be a, a, a typical contact uh, contact yeah, wearer. And but I, I thought it was interesting that you know this doctor. Who, of course, we have a lot of uh, medical people who listen to the show who mock me for my diet. Um, but the, uh, the, right, the, so. the glasses apparently are a certain type that were recognized. I'm, looking, I'm, waiting for the, uh, I'm waiting for the drink of water. Is it at the very beginning? Yeah, it's right at the beginning. Okay. When, uh, when, when the douchebag is talking, whoever it is, the... Uh, you just have to run it through slow and you can see it. Okay. Well, I'll just turn this down while, while that's running. Um, so I'll, I'll be on the lookout for that. Very interesting. And, and I, I've heard that you know, there was an attempt... That was, you know, I, I much more prefer the facelift angle. I don't want anyone getting killed for anything. Although she, of course, has the blood of millions on her hands, she and Bill together. Um, but, uh, it, it, uh, you know, the analysis we've received is that it looks like some kind of paralysis, and that with the type of glasses seems to be consistent with a mild stroke victim. Yeah, it could be. She's, you know, she's getting on. I mean, she gets mad. I mean, she got mad at this hearing. Yeah, should we play and, the mad, the get mad uh, clip? And I've heard she has a hot temper, and that's the kind of thing that would blow your, you know, blow a vein out. Let's, now, here's uh, the question. Let's play the, the full clip. Let's set that one up. Uh, well, this is the full clip of her uh, blowing up. The guy, this is the one where they, 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 she never answers these questions. She beats around the bush. Uh, she's really good at avoiding the, anybody who's actually asking strong questions. And so this is the guy that's one of the senators. I have his name somewhere. Johnson. That's ask, yeah, asking a little, asking her. You see the lead up, and then she kind of just blows up at him. 
Was information developing? Was the situation fluid? Hold on a second. I'm seeing her with the water right now. Oh, my God. She, she goes, like, tilts her head back like she's a... Like one of those, uh, one of those dipping thing. You know, remember as a kid, you have the, you had one of those. Um, it was kind of like a rooster, and you had. Yeah, the, and then she kind of sloshes the water into her mouth. Yeah, she's 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 like like just. Wow, what is that? It's like a, it's not lizard like. It's let me just look at that again. That was frightening. It's two minutes and uh, and thirteen seconds into it. Ooh, oh, that's that's pretty sad, John. It's like I once saw a, a Hell's Angel who uh, he had. Uh, this guy died, but people in the lowlands will remember this guy. And uh, someone had thrown uh, cooking oil over him in a fight, and so his whole head was his whole his whole head was burned, and it was just you know, and his and his mouth was just just burned shut, you know, just his chin was sticking out. But he would drink beer, and he would drink it just like Hillary did there, like just kind of tilt his head back and pour the beer in. That's frightening. Would we reach conclusions later that weren't reached initially? And, and I appreciate the... Madam Secretary, do you disagree with me that a simple phone call to those evacuees to determine oh, yeah, what stop, happened? Stop, stop, stop. This, this is what triggered her. This guy brought up the point that we've brought up on the show. Yeah. Was they had a bunch of guys, there's four guys that they rousted them and took them to Germany and ditched them. Four? There's like 30 people. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, 30. I'm thinking of the four dead. No, there's like 30 yeah, people. There's a whole group of people. They got them out of there and shipped them out of the country, and then they, they're... And now they're in hiding. Yeah. <laughs> and no one can talk to them. Wouldn't have, wouldn't have ascertained immediately that there was no protest. I mean, that, that, was, that was a piece of information that could have been easily, easily obtained. Well, but, but Senator, with, with, yeah, within hours, if not days. Senator, I, you know, when you're in these positions, the last thing you want to do is interfere with any other process. Well, that's, going I, 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 realize, on, I realize that's, number I realize two, that's a good excuse. Number two, at, well, no, it's the fact. Number two, fact. I would recommend fact. highly you read both what the ARB said about it and the classified ARB because even today there are questions being raised. Now, we have no doubt they were terrorists, they were militants, they attacked us, they killed our people. But what was going on and why they were doing what they were doing? No, 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 no. Again, again, we no. were misled that there were supposedly protests and then something sprang out of that, an assault sprang out of that, and that was easily obta- ascertained I, that that was not the fact. But, but and the American know, people could have known that within days, and, and they they didn't know that. With all due respect. The fact is, we had four dead Americans. Was it because of a protest, or was it because of guys out for a walk one night who decided they'd go kill some Americans? <laughs> Where did she come up with that example? That, that puzzled me. She's a lunatic. Shut up, slave. What difference at this point does it make? It is our job to figure out what happened and do everything we can to prevent it from ever happening again, Senator. Now, honestly... I will do my best to answer your questions about this, but the the fact is Fact. that people were trying in real time to get to the best information. The IC has a process, I understand, going with the other committees to explain how these talking points came out. But, you know... IC is intelligence community. To be clear, it is... From my perspective, to be clear, you can, you, can, you can stop that clip because I want you to go to another clip because this is where she really gets into the IC. And she this was with uh, with Brooks out of Alabama. And I think this was in the this was in the uh, House uh, question and answers. And this guy started grilling her similarly. But she throws the intelligence community under the, not only under the bus, but then blames them for everything Princess. as though. 
that was the CIA who briefed the uh, the our UN represent what's her name um, Rice Rice as though the CIA took her say here's what you're going to do and you're going to read this and I don't believe this for a minute I'm wondering whether or not she is not endearing herself to the intelligence community with this particular little thing which runs a little long but the Brooks Alabama Hillary CIA under the bus clip. Uh, but again, I would say that... Oh, and uh, by the way, this is two minutes into it. Secretary Rice uh, conveyed information that had been provided by the intelligence community and the interagency uh, process. I'm not trying to go into the process right now. I'm just trying to determine what the truth is, as best we know at this time. Uh, Secretary Clinton, is Ambassador Rice's statement that Benghazi was, quote, prompted, of course, by an anti-Muslim video, end quote, put on the Internet in the United States, factually accurate. I'd have to go back to my first answer, Congressman, and just say that we don't know all the motivations, so I don't want to give a sweeping answer as to what prompted those men to come out that night and attack our compound. Okay. Well, on September 16th, the very same day, UN Ambassador Susan Rice made her statements to the American people in the world. Libyan President Mohammed Begarov said on NPR that, quote, the idea that this criminal and cowardly act was a spontaneous protest that had just spun out of control is completely unfounded and preposterous. We firmly believe that this was a pre-calculated, pre-planned attack that was carried out specifically to attack the United States consulate, end quote. Uh, as we now know, from everything I have read at least, the Libyan president told the truth. Contrast that with the statements by Ambassador uh, Rice uh, to the United Nations. It forces one to wonder whether Libya's intelligence was that much better than America's on September the 16th, or whether Libyan leaders were that much more willing to be candid or to avoid misstatements. Uh, Secretary Clinton, what evidence was there that was so compelling that it caused the White House, through Ambassador Susan Rice, to make these representations about spontaneous protests, anti-Muslim videos and the like, despite evidence and statements of Libya's own president to the contrary. What, you know, she's going to make these statements an affirmative act on her part. Where was the compelling evidence and what was it? Well, Congressman, I was not involved in uh, the so-called talking points process. Um, my understanding... Ooh, I like that. Write that down as a show title, talking points process. thing is, it was a typical process trying to get to the best information uh, available. It was an intelligence product. Uh, they are as... I <laughs> intelligence product? Wow. Yeah, I, again, oh, I, love I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I understand it. Uh, working with their committees of jurisdiction to try to um, unpack that. But I will say that all of the senior administration officials, including uh, Ambassador Rice, who spoke publicly uh, to this uh, terrible uh, incident, had the same information from the intelligence community. Okay, if I might interject, I appreciate your response so far, but if you're not familiar with any compelling evidence that would support the statements made by Ambassador Rice, who would know? Well, there, there was evidence, and the evidence was being sifted and analyzed by the intelligence community, which is why the intelligence community <laughs> was the, the principal uh, decider about what went into talking points. And there was also the added problem of nobody wanting to say things that would undermine the investigation. So it was much more... All right, so we know what's going on here. 
she knows that they, that it was their fuck up. She knows that the CIA fucked it up. And that's why she's so coy to say, go ahead, Rand Paul. Why don't you go talk to the CIA? And that's why she's here saying, hey, that was the intel. That was, you know, CIA. I had nothing to do with that. It's not my problem. She knows that they cannot touch her because she knows that she knows that they know that she knows. That's what's going on here. Yeah, you were talking here, I think, referring to the botched uh, kidnapping attempt. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which, all which part- was obviously a set-up yep. deal yep. that didn't work out. So th- on, in, in this vein of, of you know this whole intelligence thing, here's just uh, I just want to catch her in she a is, little... By the way, she was pounding them with that answer. Oh, yeah. Here's, here's a little lie that I just wanted to get out of the way. You, bring back, you got pretty upset about it when somebody suggested that this was a terrorist attack. The video... I, I did not uh, say that it was video for that, the, that it was about the video for Libya. It certainly. Uh, okay, you didn't say that. Oh, let's go uh, to Andrews Air Force Base, uh, September fourteenth. We've seen the heavy assault on our post in Benghazi that took the lives of those brave men. We've seen rage and violence directed at American embassies over an awful internet video that we had oh. nothing to do with oh, okay i'm sorry hillary you you did basically refer to it you did so now play the second the first clip again where she denies it uh, we just heard her say it all right hold on a second uh what did i, I just do? want to just get it clear that how she react, lied you got pretty upset about it when somebody suggested that this was a terrorist attack the video i I did not uh, say that it was video for that, the, that it was about the video for Libya. It certainly was for. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, she you did. did. Yeah, you did. You lie. You speak with forked tongue, lizard woman. But my lie. favorite clip. This is a real short one I have here. Where uh, let's see where I have it. Nothing. Oh, you, nothing can be further from the truth. Is always a classic oh, to hear. Yeah, <laughs> that when you're lying, that's what you want to say. People have uh, accused Ambassador Rice and the administration of. You know, misleading Americans. I can say, trying to be in the middle of this and understanding what was going on, nothing could be further from the truth. It's almost too delicious to <laughs> believe, my friend. <laughs> nothing could be further from the truth. That is the classic lie. Yeah, it that, is I mean, classic. it's so obvious. Everybody, you know, you get a, a six-year-old kid does that. So, <laughs> so then, of course, the the this is what the all the news media was playing. This is the. Hillary chokes up, which I have a little follow-up clip to. Oh, uh, yeah. The, so so yeah. you just have to hear because I would say um, chapeau. Bravo. Um, I think uh, the uh, award for best uh, supporting actress in a motion picture, drama, or musical goes to Hillary Rodham Lucifer Clippity-Clop Clinton. For me, this is not just a matter of policy. It's personal. I stood next to President Obama as the Marines carried those flag-draped caskets off the plane at Andrews. I put my arms around the mothers and fathers, the sisters and brothers, the sons and daughters, and the wives left alone to raise their children. It has been one of the great honors of my life to lead the men and women of the State Department and USAID. So there, uh, there she is choking up about how she put her arms around the fathers and mothers and sisters and brothers of those who were, were slain in this horrible attack, and she's choking up. And here's, here's a father of one of the SEALs. Came out originally and blamed the video. In fact, at Andrews, when Secretary Clinton stood up uh, to address the crowd... Uh, she referenced the videotape uh, from this movie maker in California as being to blame for your son's death. 
Well, this is what Hillary did. She came over and, you know, she did the same thing, you know, separately came over to and talked with me. I gave her a hug, shook her hand, and she did not appear to be one bit sincere at all. And, you know, she mentioned that thing about we're going to have that person arrested and prosecuted that did the video. There you go. There's a father saying she came over and she was insincere. Yeah, no, she wasn't choked up at that at that thing. We heard another report of that early on. The mother, the, she, the remember, yeah, remember she the mother she was like a cold. cold. No, no that, was, that was that was that was That was about Obama, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was about Obama. Well, they're see, all the same. Let the me same. just see. It was. Uh, we should. Oh, I wish I had had that one at the ready. It was the mother of one of the. Uh, yeah, this was during that same event. Uh, let me just see. Uh, mother, hold on. I might have it somewhere. Uh, my, and we have. Do you realize how many gigabytes of files we create for this yeah, show? Way, we, we have lots, lots just, of stuff. Just giga gigabytes of of jugaboos, uh, and, and giblets. And meanwhile, so while we're this is the kind of analysis that you would expect from uh, a um, from a media that you either pay for, your government pays for, that you support by buying you know crap products from the Chiners. Uh, on your credit card with money you don't really have. Uh, but, of course, this is how uh, Diane Sawyer really reports on this. We turn to the fiery appearance for Secretary of State Hillary fiery. Clinton testifying before Congress on the Ooh, tragedy fiery. in Benghazi. It was a valedictory that showed her indignation Oof. and emotion. <laughs> valedictory? What is that? Is that a, like, like a female vasectomy? Like a valedictorian. Isn't that what she's talking about? Yeah, that's what I think she said. Like she's a valedictorian. Let me just... i got to hear that again. We turn to the fiery appearance for Secretary of State Hillary Clinton testifying before Congress on the tragedy in Benghazi. It was a valedictory that showed... Valedictory? That's what she sounds, sounds like. She's sort of a valid victory. I could... She's... She's, she's drunk. She, yeah, she's drunk. We know she's drunk. Indignation? Yeah. And emotion Indignation. as she ends this tenure on the public stage. ABC's chief global affairs correspondent Martha Raddatz brings us the riveting encounter today. Martha. <gasps> They're just like swooning over this riveting encounter, riveting on the global scale, global stage. Fantastic. Diane, what a way to end her four-year tenure as Secretary of State. A month ago, she was flat on her back with a nasty concussion, prompting accusations she was trying to avoid testifying about Benghazi, but today this woman who has traveled the world as America's top diplomat came to the Hill ready for a fight. Duh, ready for a fight. And they're just swooning over her. Swooning. <laughs> That's terrible. It's, it's horrible. What kind of reporting is this? That's ABC. I know. This is the top dog network. <laughs> oh, man. Is that just? Isn't that just amazing? I, I find yeah, it. I find. Disgusting. I really find it like whoa, whoa. Well, at least we um, uh, look into this a little bit more and, and catch the lies. And uh, how hard can it be? <laughs> well, apparently it's it's rather hard. It's impossible, it's, apparently, how, at the network level. How can we ever do this? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, amazing, 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 amazing. I think we should thank our. I think that's a very, uh, very good idea. I'm going to show my support by donating to No Agenda. Imagine all the people who could do that. Oh, yeah, that'd be fab. Yeah, on No Agenda. Diane's a drunk. In the morning. So, starting off with some of the people that helped us get this show uh, produced, 
Sir Nanager, Dr. Nanager, Port Jefferson, New York, uh, 188.43. $55.10, double nickels on a dime to answer the Minuteman call. 33.33 for dishonoring my knighthood by asking for a pin. I, too, shall earn it the noble way. I was just afraid of not having the infrared pin and getting, by the way, we have to talk about that at some point, and getting hit by the, no, I did a lot of research on this infrared stuff. Well, let's talk about it now. Is it possible? Can we do it? Does it rub no, off? No, not really. The, really. the paint only lasts six months. You, the, the, what the, most of the guys do this hello, is a little. Hello, this is, hello, this is fantastic. No, but it's, it would. If we're going to have a good-looking pin that people can identify, you don't want a bunch of gooey-looking brown no, but you, paint. You have on to it. up your knighthood to get a new one. Hello. No, Hello? but it's an ugly paint. <laughs> oh, ugly. Oh, it's ugly. Okay. All right then. Well, and let's... but and you, but we can have the patches. The, what they really use are these patches. You can buy this fabric. It's like a, it's like a tape, and you put it on the what they do in the uh, in the war zones for the drones is they put it on top of the helmet. Or right, on top of right. the head. Yeah, with the patch on top. Right, right, right. And then you can see when you're flying around, you can see these yeah. people. Yeah. Um, anyway, we'll talk about it in more detail as I continue my research. Okay. It's very hard. You, by the way, you can't export this stuff. It's only Americans can buy it. Really? So we yeah, can't, even, we can't even send it. Oh, that's uh, a nice problem. was complaining about it. He knew about it, but he couldn't get it out of the, You couldn't get any because he thought it would be cool to have. Well, then, very, why, then why, don't we just, cool why don't we just do an RFID or something? Eh. It's not going to help the drones. The drones are looking for this light. Anyways, just for not having the infrared pin, getting hit by a no agenda drone. 100 bucks for Lizzie's damsel hood. Please, uh, please give me a niece, shut up, slave, and a karma, and more Nigel Farage. Shut up, slave. Start karma. There you go. Tom Herman in Wursterhausen. Uh, Deutschland, I guess. Mm-hmm. Guten Tag, uh, John and Adam. Here's a part of my last raise that the overlords of the German state waste for our noodles, kids. <laughs> please call out. I'm sure there's plenty of them. Please call out Robert the Butcher as a douchebag. Douchebag. And give some karma to my Audi, which people seem to like to crash into. <laughs> Best Tom from Leinfelden, Echterdingen. Karma. <laughs> We're done Audi. For done, for done. Audi, an Audi I'm driving. Uh, Anthony Farmer lost wages Nevada, one, two, three, four, five. The Hell. opportunity to make a five-figure contribution was just too delicious to ignore, my friends. Thanks for the great weekly and media breakdown. St- Statler and Waldorf, can I get a little financial bonus karma followed by Don't Eat Me, Hillary, and Dr. Kiki? Wow. It's, uh, okay, well, that's kind of a triple play. Ah! Ready. Science. <laughs> You've got <Okay>. karma. <laughs> there we go. It's how we roll. It's how we roll. Uh, Jason Stevens. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm skipping a few. Sorry. Yeah, uh, Monica, Monica Lansing in Drayton, Alberta, where all the money is. $115 uh, in Canada. Dear Abaddon and Jebediah, I thought I'd use biblical names since most false flag events use biblical names as code. I've really enjoyed your shows recently, and since I'm trying to cash in some mutual funds uh, and ran into some roadblocks, I ran into some roadblocks. I figured I'd send some cash in so I could ask for some cash karma. Mm. I'll send more if I ever get those checks in the mail. We just need cash. I know a lot of people want to send blankets or water. Just send your cash. You've got karma. 
Sir Jason Stevens, uh, $111.11 from Lost Wages, Nevada, with no comment. Ta- Sir Thomas Weiler in uh, Norway, right? Yeah. In Oberdiesbach, Switzerland. Switzerland, oh, yeah, Switzerland. No, that's, that's not Norway. I don't know what I'm thinking. Hi, Ernie and Bert. I donated $103.02, <laughs> 6969 plus 3333. Established a night pin lapel waiting list for the best podcast in the universe. The last shows were awesome. I'd like a too delicious Hillary don't eat me shut up slave karma. Uh, which shut up slave? Just a regular? Just, yeah, just a regular one. Okay. Well, you know, this, 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 is, a lot, this is getting more complicated by the day. I have to say. <laughs> it's almost too delicious to believe, my friend. Don't eat me, Hillary Clinton. Shut up. Play. It's complicated. You've got karma. It's a lot of work to it. You know, it's like it's a lot of work. Yeah, you know, the funny, I have to say that you do absolutely the most amazing job. Considering, I mean, you have to like find the clips, which is always a problem. <laughs> considering I can't eat tomatoes for my blood type, and you can't eat tomatoes, which is like you know a very big drawback, seems to me. Okay. Uh, Raymond Williams in Lafayette, Louisiana, $100 without comment. Justin Trusty in Fenton, Missouri, uh, 8732. Thanks for providing the great service to the world since the rest of the news media can't, as we prove show after show. Mm. I want to call out my friend Nathan Boudreau as a douchebag. Douchebag. For not donating and give a shout out to my friends, friends Carl's website, which is Carl Hagland, K-A-R-L-H-A-G-L-U-N-D.com. He sells paintings of famous musicians' guitars. Really? Now, check that out. Hold on a second. CarlHaglund.com. Hold on. Let's just check it out. CarlHaglund.com. Und was haben wir hier? Oh, so he actually makes a painting of the guitar. Yeah. Well, he ate something sold here. He's selling. He's a selling artist. Oh, that's a plus. That's great. Working John Vale with- in Pennsburg, Pennsylvania, seventy-one dollars. I couldn't find a note from him. Uh, now we've got an anonymous uh, donation of seventy dollars. Hell, I, I go read parts of this. This is like a, essentially you sent us a copy of War and Peace. Uh, hi, Alphonse and Josephus. Josephus. I don't think I start the Dame Hood for the Lizzie campaign, but I think I resurrected it. So please put these donations towards that. I know she won't get there quick on my donation. I think she has a chance as the Baron is taking up the cause. Uh, he's already given her, you know, we can just give her one. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else in here we need to read? Yeah, uh, what he wants for his, uh, the sequence of jingles that he wants. Uh, he wants a Dvorak, you will obey, followed by a bullshit, two to the head. Karma. And karma. You will obey. You will obey. You will obey. <clears throat> Bullshit. You've got karma. Yeah, there you go. All right, and now we have... 69! 69, dude! Another string of these things. Really? Peter, Peter Meyer in Cypress, Texas, which is just down the road from you. You're Very nearby. Go, it's walking distance. Oh, by the way, speaking of just down the road... Uh, so I totally got played on the mansion. That was bull crap. Remember, oh, okay. Mem- what happened? Remember, I well, I so <clears throat> I offered like seventy percent of the of the asking monthly rent. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, well, you know, I've got uh, someone who wants to do three months at the full price, but you know, if you're going to stay twenty four months, I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. And then it's like it's waiting. It's like, well, you know, these people want to do maybe an option on six months. 
And then he calls back and he's like, well, you can have it for 24 months for the original price. So he was just, he was just trying, to, <laughs> fucking playing me, just trying to get me to, to, uh, to move up. Thanks. Thanks. Hold on a second. Hey. Douchebag. Douchebag. Got me all excited, wasted my time. What? It's a douchey sales trick. You shouldn't do that. It's bait and switch, essentially. It's No, it's just a-hole. Just a-hole. You know, it's all right, but I, I wish him nothing but good karma. Peter Meyer in Cypress, Texas. No, hold on a second. Hold on a second. This is, this is for him. It's been a good while since I donated, so now is as good a time as any to true up. Time to true up, bitches. You guys have been pushing out a good product lately. Let's keep it pithy. And just give me a mac and cheese plus little girl, girl yay, and karma. A mac and cheese? Do we? Oh, I man. I don't. Uh, did we save that? Did we save the mac and cheese? I think so. Uh, wow. I'm sorry. Well, you know, just so you know, I mean, these... Uh, these donations are done, you know, the, the, the it's not like I, I got all this time uh, ahead of, you know. That's nah, okay. You can't keep everything. No, I can't. Well, yay! Can do a little girl yay. You've got remember the mac and cheese. I feel bad. I, I, I didn't, you know, mac and cheese. I don't cheese. remember. What did it say? It was uh, Michelle Obama doing mac and cheese, mac and cheese, oh, mac and oh, cheese. Yeah, right. It was actually quite funny. It's just, you know, now I yeah, got to go uh, find it. We never used it since, and we, we wouldn't have kept it. Oh, wait. Seth Dubois. Mac and cheese. What's this? Dubois. What's this? It, no, that's not it. All right. Midlothian, Virginia. 69.69. Tonight started as any normal Wednesday would swing by the grocery store to pick up some milk. Milk for the niece and nephew that the wife and I babysit. Hmm. The only difference this night was that I needed some extra items in addition to the milk. There was a young blonde girl ringing up my items, maybe age 19 or 20, just scanning my coupon and returning my discount card before she let me know how much I owed. I saw it. It was the magical 6969. <laughs> she read the numbers out so matter-of-factly, that I was fighting back the urge to giggle like a little schoolgirl, or even worse, giggling why while belting out a sixty-nine, sixty-nine dudes, <laughs> holding firm my straight-faced demeanor so as not to be thought of as a pervert. I quickly paid and left the store. I'm sure I looked like a mentally deranged person smiling and laughing to myself in the parking lot. <laughs> but I knew what had to be done this night. Long live Swazelnuff. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. Thank you very much. Yeah. Very nice. Nicholas Child in Victoria, uh, Australia, I would assume. Can you hold on one second? Sure. Yeah, when it comes to the, the holidays every year. Well, I'm the hostess in chief. We host a, a number of events here for a whole range of, of people. It's traditional. very traditional. I mean, there's Here it is. turkey, there's, you know, the string beans and stuffing, a little mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. This is a time when I throw let's move out the window for a moment and get that mac and cheese. Everybody deserves their mac and cheese. Okay, we got to clip that down. Mac and cheese. Everybody deserves their mac and cheese. That's Yeah, we, yeah. yeah slaves. Yeah, yeah we got I'm going to put it doesn't into like the mac and cheese as a high uh, nutritional uh, <laughs> dinner. I'm putting it. That uh, and cat food. <laughs> yes, tasty treats, everybody. Okay. Nicholas Child, 6969. In the morning, I was going to use the money to left my PayPal account, left in the PayPal account to donate last week, but instead I made the mistake of using the money to buy a cycle helmet, oh. which ended up not fitting. <laughs> and since then, I've been hitting the mouth with a squash racket. 
and have smashed my phone screen, which is going to cost about the amount I was going to pay for. I paid for the phone to repair. It's going to cost that much. So I desperately need some karma reversal, and I figure it might as well uh, be some getting laid karma for the upcoming Australia Day long weekend, or as the locals call it, Invasion Day. <laughs> Can I get? Wonder what that's. Yeah, what that's I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Can I get a citizen fiscal cliff karma? Yeah, you bet. Hey, work. citizen. <laughs> You've got karma. Yep. Interesting story of karma turned bad. He didn't time it right. Matthew Bellamar in Wolcott, Connecticut, 6969. I gave it this much last October looking for a relationship getting laid karma and ended up getting a 25% raise retroactive to July. Wow. This time I could seriously use the relationship getting laid karma. <laughs> okay. Here this it is. Fire. That's good. You've got karma. <laughs> All right. Uh, this he names himself the tight arse Indian. Uh, long That's time him. owner, first time donor. That's the him. That's the guy. The tight arse Indian. After mm. listening to the grounding ribbons clip from the Hindu film festival, I thought enough is enough. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Hold on a second. Where? Where? I don't even see this on the spreadsheet. Yeah, you're not reading the, oh, the guy got, from he's from New I South Wales. He's not really I'm an sorry. Indian. I got it. That's why I was confused. Okay, so he's he's a he's a faux Indian, a Findian. He was an Indian, and uh, now he's got <laughs> he's no longer cultures. an Indian. Like I'm not going to be Indian. I'm going to be uh, Australian now. Okay, I'm he says, sorry. I can't take it anymore. Decided to donate to the best podcast in the universe to stop grounding ribbon from playing any more Bollywood clips. <laughs> My wife's constant watching of horrendous Indian soap operas now ruined TV for me, and I don't want that crap on the show again. Please <laughs> keep up the excellent work. Requesting a two to the head fiscal cliff scream and general all-purpose karma. If that's not asking for too much. Yeah, Signed, tight arse Indian. You've got karma. You got it. I actually kind of enjoy that combination. Yeah. Sir Alan Bowes in Langley, B.C., British Columbia, Canada, 6969. My last trip, I once again opted out of the slave scanner. Very good. It was my first time receiving valet service, so I made sure to leave the TSA, off TSA officer with one of my no agenda business cards. <laughs> value for value. Don't eat me too delicious, please. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Don't eat me, Hillary Clinton. It's almost too delicious to believe, my friend. <laughs> Damien Taman in Perth. Yeah. We're the Paris uh, of Australia? Been, no. There. 6969. I, uh, in the morning, Abdul and Jamal. I know Abdul and Mallory need all the cash they can get for their move to Tent City. <laughs> Please give me some relocation karma as I just moved to Briz Vegas. Adios, mofos. Uh, hold on a second. I'm not fast enough. Adios, mofo. 69! 69, dude! That wraps it up. Oh, you need some real okay. You didn't give him his karma. Oh, I th oh, I just thought. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I thought he just wanted adios, mofos. Did you get karma? I got karma for him. Here's karma. I'm karma. You've got. I'm pouring karma. it on. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Jonathan Rose, I believe, sent us a note. I don't know if I forwarded it or not. Uh, hold on. That's uh, that's our uh, our Israeli uh, listener. I know that. Um, Rose. 
goes on. He hit the donation button and forgot to leave a note. I found it. You got he, it? he sent us 6819. Okay. okay. Uh, this donation will take my total to 1,000 Israeli shekels. <laughs> yeah. Which is equal to $268.19. Actually, he only donate. Oh, he did $200 in the past. I figure that's good for a Jewish knighthood because we're cheap. <laughs> cheap <Get> bastards. <laughs> no. No, 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 you can't get away with this kind of thing. No, terrible. no, that's not working. <laughs> and Please call out neither. Brian of London as a douchebag. Douchebag. Hitting me over the head a year ago and never, to my knowledge, donating himself. So he wants to shut up already at science. Dr. Kiki's gravelly voice is bonerific. Also, some karma for Yar Lapid's Yesh Atid party in the Israeli election on Tuesday. Is that the one of those hot babes? Have you seen the babes that are uh, that are uh, up for election in Israel? Have you ever been to Israel? No, have you? Yes. And wow, it's I know the the women are just smoking hot, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially I, in Tel Aviv, walking the streets, especially in the area where they have the boutique shops. What is that? What is that? Is that because they're the uh, they're the the chosen people? Well, they're chosen for, for good-looking babes. That's for sure. Well, I'm all, I'm down with that. Well, well, then uh, Moses was right about something. Good on you, Mo. Shut up already, science. You've got karma. I have to admit, um, when I, a lot of the, the Israeli women uh, in the IDF in uniform. Oh. There must be uh, a pin-up calendar of Israeli girls in uniforms. <laughs> there probably is. <laughs> Send me a link. Uh, Gerald Small in Chesterfield, Missouri, uh, 6789. Hi, guys. Uh, Jerry and Liz here. Just wanted to wish you a happy new year and drop a few pennies in the basket. No need for call-outs, jingles, or any other tasks. You both need – you both and you both work hard enough as it is. Okay. Seeing as you can't even read. Don't, no, I don't got worry it. It's like a, a letter here. I just, what's that doing there? I don't know. I don't Bob know. Brian Pollock in Overland, Missouri. Uh, Missouri, Missouri. Six, yeah, 5510. Here, heeding the call for the No Agenda Minutemen to step up and support the best podcast in the multiverse in this time of need. Some shut up science karma would be greatly appreciated. Shut up already. Science. You've got... Karma. I send a lawyer after us, exploiting her. Chris Perry, Rockville, Maryland, fifty three seventy seven, just helping out. Plus, maybe if you all can send me some move back to California this summer, Karma. Really? Yeah. I miss living near Chico and Sacramento. Sacramento. Yeah, stuck in Maryland. All right. You've got karma. Preston Taylor, Thaler in Sonoma, California, 5360, with the comment, fuck Anderson Cooper. Is that an instruction? I don't know what the deal is with him. <laughs> Apparently, he does not like <laughs> Anderson Cooper. I don't think so. I guess he wanted us to say it. Yeah, well, there Michael you go. Bowling in Santa Barbara, California, 5150. Hopefully, I'm not deemed insane for donating to your show. Otherwise, they'll pump me full of pills and make me a good little slave. <laughs> Probably uh, what's, what's happening, you bet. That's what's going to happen anyway. <laughs> keep up the good work, Alfredo and Jorge, and keep the truth coming. <laughs> Jorge. I think it's Jorge. Yeah, whatever. Jeffrey Gerlach in Alamo, California, another 5150 from Jeff. Hey, citizen, two to the head, shut up, it's science. Uh, hey, citizen. Shut up already. Science. I don't know if you want karma, You've got but. Karma. You've got the karma to go. Karma to All go. All right, now a few left. 
Eric Wilka in Russiaville, Indiana. 50. ITM John and Adam. It's little value for value considering I got responses on emails from Adam at 4 a.m. one day and 9 p.m. the next. I think that shows you guys work harder than I do. I could use an Atlas Shrugged Karma. Atlas Shrugged. By Ayn Rand. You've got karma. Wow. Wow. You didn't even uh, do the thing. I've never done that. That's on the clip. Mm-hmm. You just changed the clip, and now that oh, now I see what you're up to. Victor Norbrega, Norbrega. Are you trying to get into Congress or something with this acting job? Is this what you're trying to? No, I'm trying to get a job as an actor. Yes, okay, well, that's what I mean. Victor Norbrega in Sydney, New South Wales, fifty. In the morning to you, Abraham and Disraeli. As I am getting married on the 2nd of February, I thought it would be best for me to get some getting married karma. Thank you, Adam, for the book suggestions on Twitter. I will start a brave new world soon. Could I, that's a great book, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Could I please get an easy read? Could I please get a happy marriage karma for me and my darling Filipino beauty, Carissa, who only knows I listen to the podcast because she can hear the douchebag jingle from my headphones and refers to it in the morning as the in the morning show. Well, Thanks, good. guys, and keep up with, get her to listen. Thanks, guys, keep up with the good work. Instead of a string of jingles, could John tell the chat room to just go fuck itself? <laughs> hey, do it again. Do it again. Hey, chat room, go fuck yourself. You've got karma. <laughs> we just, I just, I don't feel that way. I just doing the request. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Veet, $50 from Dublin, California. Kyle, Kyle Bauer, $50. Uh, and that will conclude our, uh, our the, the people that help produce this show, our producers, uh, no agenda. Go to Dvorak.org slash NA to help us with the Sunday show. We'd appreciate it. Try to get our numbers back so they're more normalized. Yeah, it would be, it's always interesting how... You know, you have to bitch to remind people that this is the model. But but it's nice to see that you know when we say remind people gently um, that you know this is our this is our model. This is how it works. That uh, we get uh, certainly the knights and the Minutemen to step up. That's highly appreciated. Thank you all very much for supporting the best podcast in the universe. Dvorak.org slash na. Indeed, we'd like you to continue that uh, throughout uh, well throughout your lifetime, and certainly uh, for this coming Sunday, we got a lot of stuff that we'll be uh, we'll be working on. Um, we've got uh, lots of C-SPAN to watch, lots of legislation to read. i got a couple things, actually, I want to share. But first, uh, we don't have birthdays, This is, which is weird. Not a single birthday call out for today? I, I don't, Isn't that weird? That's been a while that we haven't had that. Yeah. Uh, we do have uh, a knighting here, so I think that that will be great. We've got one knight to bring in uh, to the round table. Uh, Good night. Do you have your uh, yeah, hold on your a second. sticker? There you go. There it is. Hans Jörg Schultz, Steppen Sie herein, my friends. It is time for you to become a knight of the Noah Jenner Roundtable for your donations in the amount of $1,000 or more, and we thank you very much for your support of the best podcast in the universe. So I hereby pronounce thee, Sir Hans Jörg, knight of the Noah Jenner Roundtable for you, Sir Hookers and Blow, Red Poison, Chardonnay, Hot Pants and Booze, Wenches and Beer, Ruben S. Ruben and Rosé, Geishas and Sake, Vodka and Vanilla Bong, Hits and Bourbon, Sparkling Cider and Escorts, or Mutton and Mead. And welcome to the Roundtable. Your pin will be on the way once we figure out what to do with the radioactive stuff. Or whatever. Whatever that is. So, uh, you mean the paint? 
Yeah, the, the radioactive paint pin It's not stuff. radioactive. It's just reflective. It's IR reflective. I thought it was radioactive. No, it's not radioactive. No? Oh, that's a bummer. Did you, uh, did you uh, see the hilarious bit of uh, Pierce Moron? That uh, that he that no, he got- I've I've relegated the Pierce Moron watching to you. Okay, you seem to even though you bitch and moan about this guy, you you just seem to enjoy watching him. Well, yeah, it's it's my guilty pleasure. Some people do heroin. I watch Pierce Morgan. What can I tell you? Okay, so it's on with uh, Dwight Yoakam. You know, he's a good old country boy. I like the Dwights when he's uh, playing his country tunes, his git fiddle. Uh, Pierce uh, appears to be sick. Five million records. Dwight Yoakam is much more than a country superstar. He's a talented actor with a lot to say about issues that matter to America. Dwight's latest album is Three Pairs. Welcome to you, Dwight. Thank Before you. Before we go any further, you're a singer. Yeah. You must He's have had... A, yeah, hold on a second. What? He's obviously got the flu. Well, yeah, listen. So hear that. Well, uh, you As know you what? can tell, things are deteriorating. Is there any advice you can give me? Don't ever take a flu shot again. Now, I watched <laughs> that night with Dr. Oz, and I endeavors to Dr. Oz. I think he's... You know, probably he seems like a completely <laughs> competent doctor, but and I don't understand any of the, you know, the kind of biological aspects of the, you know, of the of the, of the meds that he. But we're both doing the maths, aren't we? We both saw him put that thing in my arm, and yeah. within ten days, I'm struck and, and I just. I, <laughs> so he went on the Doctor Oz show and got a shot and got a flu shot, and ten days later, he's deathly ill. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, well, this flu is really nasty. Uh, but do you know, I have a feeling that this is a test. Did you did you get that feeling at all that this might be? No, uh, I, I, this is just random. I, I'm not mm, buying that. Mm, okay, well, all they don't have to do that. They got to, you know, they. I think they'd like to have the flu like this every year because then it, you know, forces more people to get the shot. But the shot was curiously ineffective. About you know, no, not only cases. ineffective, it gave people the actual flu. Well, I don't know about that. Whatever the case is, it did. Oh, come on, John. What do you mean? This is I didn't get a shot. I just used I. It, no, of course you didn't get a shot. In the house. Of course you didn't get a shot. You're you're a, you're a smart and dude. I used the D three trick, and uh, and then I went to uh, with the prophylactic of Tamiflu, and so I kind of went through the whole thing without catching it. I think I'm sure I have the virus in me, but it's not doing anything. Um, here it is, John. Here it is. The nasty flu, though. It is idfchicks.curry.com. IDF chicks. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, yeah. You better go quick before the chat room blows my server up. Thank you very much, uh, Jonathan. Jonathan donated, of course. He was listening live. And uh, he, so this is a whole bunch of hot Israeli chicks in uniform. Oh my goodness! They are the chosen people. Oh, are you looking? Yeah, I'm looking. Look at the one in the white uniform with the. Oh man! Number ten or number nine? Number uh, nine. Number nine. <laughs> you got yeah, it. Nailed one. it. Hello, hello. Yes. Hey, but do we have similar tastes? Look at thirteen and the one on the left there. Holy oh, crap! Thirteen. We're going down to thirteen. Wow! Oh my goodness! Oh, 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 14. Look at Fort. Look at what's happening at 14. Whoa. Yeah, that one's. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, but the thing is, this girl's got a smile on her face. She knows it's bull. Yeah, well, I got a smile on my face, too. 
This is uh, oh. you get seventeen if you oh. want to see. Yeah, no, I see it. I see it. I see it. Oh my goodness! All right, all right. That's not, not <laughs> what our show is about. The yeah. Going on to the chives. Exactly. That's exactly what our show is about. Chives. Here, by the way, is a reminder for those of you uh, about uh, this is so, the, this whole website, the chive. Yeah, I subscribe to their feed. Is nothing but you mean you subscribe to it? Yeah, I it's subscribe to their girls' feed. pictures. Yes. No, no, that's not true. They are. They have uh, sometimes Here's just the sexy a, chivers among them. This is their 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 audience. I subs- I I subscribe to the chives RSS feed. Absolutely, they have something. They have like random cool look photos. Look at picture twenty six. No, by the way. no, no. We're not looking anymore. I want to play. Oh, you. wait a minute! You have to look at twenty seven. <laughs> no, no, I'm not looking. I'm not looking. <laughs> I'm not looking. I have to play you the um, the audio. This is uh, just because I found it. This is the remember the vile rat. He was the uh, one of the four who was killed in Benghazi. Yeah. This is his mom on Anderson Cooper about President Obama. Oh, why didn't it play? Here we go. And I still don't know. In fact, today I just heard something more that that he died of smoke inhalation. So you don't even, I don't know, even the know the cause of death. I don't know if that's death. true or not. No, I don't. I don't know where. I, I, I look at TV and I see bloody handprints on walls thinking, my God, is that my son's? I don't know if he was shot. I don't know. I don't know. They haven't told me anything. They're still studying it. And the things that they are telling me are just outright lies. That Susan Rice... So what she talked to me personally and she said, she says, this is the way it was. It was... It, it was because of this film that came out. So she she told you personally that she thought it was a result of that video of the protest? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, all of them did. All of them did. Leon Panetta actually took my face in his hands like this. And he says, trust me, I will tell you what happened. And so far he's told me nothing Nothing at all. And I want to know. It's important for you to know all the details, no matter how how horrible, no matter how tough they are to hear. Exactly. I told him, if it's such a secret thing, fine. Take me in another room, whisper in my ear what happened so that I know, and we'll go from there. But no, no, they they don't, you know, they they treat me like, at, at first I was so proud because they were, treating me so nice when I went to that reception. They all came up to me and talked to me and everything. I cried on Obama's shoulder. And he then he kind of looked off into the distance. So <laughs> that, that was what... I love that clip. Yes. He just looked we off the... that went about, about three months, two months ago? Yeah, of course, because yeah. this is what the bed... Hold on a second. The best podcast in the universe. just want you to know that... How did you even find that clip again? Well, the best podcast in the universe. I mean, so there's, there you go. That's so they had all these dances and all this bull crap, you know, and they had this. My favorite one. I'm watching the uh, Democracy Now! And it, they go into this dirty wars thing where they're just accusing the administration of Obama being war criminals. I'm going to play a couple back to back clips because Good. the first clip is Amy Goodman. They show Obama and Michelle dancing while uh, Jennifer Hudson's singing in the background, and they're on a stage dancing with, you know, just by themselves. 
And Goodman is gushing, like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. What a great thing this is. And then they, this, this woman's got to be nuts. Jennifer Hudson singing the Al Green classic, Let's Stay Together, uh, for the Obama's first dance at the last night's Commander-in-Chief's inaugural ball. This is Democracy Now!, democracynow.org, The War and Peace Report. I'm Amy Goodman. <laughs> you don't. You are not the best podcast in the universe, lady. It's so true. we can just play a little bit yep. from that same. She, now she goes and sits down with these guys, and I'm going to play some, some of the really good stuff on Sunday. But play Dirty Wars Beyond Bush Gitmo comments. So Dirty Wars. Is it too cynical to say? I mean, this is the fourth anniversary of President Obama promising to close Guantanamo. It hasn't happened. There's still um, uh, scores of men there, 166 men. It's something more than 80 of them have been cleared, yet they're still there. Is it too cynical to say that this dirty war, as you call it, um, the targeted killings, are a way to end all of these prisons? Because you don't detain the prisoners. You simply kill them. Well, that's what people like Jack Goldsmith and, and other you know former Bush legal advisors and national security team. I mean, the irony of, of these guys who, who have no moral standing to, 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 to talk about these issues um, are saying, well, Obama's just killing these people. At least we stuck them in some sort of a prison. I mean, it's, it's, it's devastating that this is what these Bush people are saying about Obama. That's, that's what they're alleging. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I thought so. <laughs> and she's so happy that they were dancing together. <laughs> Did you see President Carter? He was there. It's like it's like insane. It was, the media is insane. Mm-hmm. No, I did not see President Carter. That must have been a, a hoot. Here's a, he had a pretty good quote. I liked it for Israel, which has been one of my prayers for more than thirty years, and peace for their neighbors as well. Uh, I just got back from China, and my concern is that there's a, an element of uh, antis- antagonism that uh, is building between the United States and China, which could degenerate into a very serious. Confrontation. I hope that will change because when I left office, we had just normalized diplomatic relations with China. Yeah, no kidding, Jimmy. That's because we're kicking the Chiners out of Africa. <laughs> he's saying, I mean, at least he's saying it. At least the guy, there's someone out there who say, hey, you know, maybe you want to back off on the Chiners a little bit, you know, because, um, well, it's not just, we're mean. We're just mean. We're mean a-holes in the world. <laughs> we're, we're doing it well, you know. We're definitely protecting our interests. Yeah. So, meanwhile, I ran into this little clip from the uh, News Hour again on NPR. They were discussing the legality of drones, <laughs> and and I thought that this 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 and we I, we've talked about this before. We probably had other clips like it, but I think people need to be constantly reminded about this because of this potential of this being a war crime and this is the kind of this is the legal case is presented here that no one will let anyone read it well what we don't know is we don't even know to what extent this administration is relying on that 2001 AUMF or are they relying on self-defense or some combination or or nothing at all right the legal opinion that was drafted by the Justice Department now a couple of years ago um, has been so tightly held that even Senator Wyden, the, the number three ranking member of the Senate Intelligence Committee, which is supposed to have oversight, is not allowed to see the opinion. So this, this is, this, it means that, and then the courts themselves are not applying due process. They've declined to take the cases, the challenges to the, to the program. So it means that this is a completely, the checks and balances that should be applied 
applying don't apply here. We don't have the courts having oversight, and we basically have the committees that are supposed to have oversight over this program being denied the basic information on what the law is. And let me just ask you briefly here, because the other question that always comes up is what happens as other countries get this technology and use it against our allies or potentially against us and try to make the same legal case? Yeah, this is. Um, I read the. Uh, I read the actual um, the judge's assessment to you. Yeah, and she called it the uh, the Alice in Wonderland case because yeah. um, I. She said, "I know it. I've read it. I've judged it. It's completely legal, but because of the powers of the executive office, I can't actually tell you why." And so, shut up, slave. Just shut up. Shut up and stop asking questions. It's anyway, it's just, it's, it's sick. So now I ran into a, there was a little thing, it was a brouhaha, and it was just a, and I've got a two-clip thing. What here. is, the, uh, please explain, a brouhaha. It's like a, it's like a big fuss. It's like beyond, like somebody made a fuss. Mm-hmm. If you make the, it's the worst kind of fuss. It's like beyond a, just a fuss. A brouhaha. Where does that come from, the word I don't brouhaha. know, it's an old word, though. How do you spell it? B R U B R O U H A H A, like really? brew. B R O U uh, and its etymology. Let's just find out for a second. This is worth it. You know, words do matter. Here we go. Bruhaha. Okay. Said by Gamelschek to have been a medieval theater, the cry of the devil disguised as clergy. Bruhaha. I guess that's where it comes from. So I got a two-part clip. One is the Pat Robertson brouhaha followed by a horrid response. Hello, Evangelist Pat Robertson is raising eyebrows, all right, for saying that, quote, awful-looking women <laughs> may be to blame for failing marriages in so many words. A teenager... <laughs> I just found God. This is now, great. wait a minute. Hold on a second. Oh. So let's, let me give a little setup here. <laughs> This is like this. This was going on on MSNBC, and I think CNN was picking it up. Mm-hmm. And the, and you want to have a pause between these two clips because the say, this is one of those. I'll set this part up. It's one of those clips where you say, you know, that is the that is the ugliest woman I've ever seen, and then you say, that's terrible. You'd say anything, and besides that, you're ugly. You know, it's just this. You can't be on both sides of the same argument. And so what you're going to hear here is and, – and then you're going to hear the greatest laugh in terms of sick that you're ever going to hear. But play play this first. So, so I'm playing them back to back or am I waiting No, in no, you're playing one and then we're going to stop and then you're going to play this. And we're going half. to discuss. Play one, discuss, stop. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Televangelist Pat Robertson is raising eyebrows, all right, for saying that, quote, awful-looking women – Maybe to blame for failing marriages in so many words. A teenager wrote to a magazine and asked how to get his dad to pay more attention to his mom. This was Pat Robertson's response on the 700 Club. It may be your mom isn't as sweet as you think she is. Pat, how are you going to blame the mother? It's easy to blame the mother. You know, a woman came to a preacher that I know. is so funny. And she was awful looking. Oh, I mean, her hair was all torn up and she was overweight and terrible clothes bad hair. And uh, she said, oh, Reverend, what can I do? Uh, my husband has started to drink. And the preacher looked at her and said, Madam, if I was married to you, I'd start to drink oh, too. Oh, my. <laughs> we need to cultivate romance, darling. 
So <laughs> when I heard this, it was just like, oh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Right. Uh, but this, the MSNBC typical drones over there, they're all as incensed by this. And then, of course, they turn on him and say, well, he's not a good look, you know. And so but then you have to listen to this this woman. And I wish I could written down who it was. It's one of these these part timers. You have to hear this the second clip. It's unbelievable. Wow. Hello? Mm-hmm. Was he, like, trying to tell a joke on bad there? Pat Robertson has married his wife since 1954. And he looks stunning. Touche, <laughs> <laughs> touche. Wow. What, hold on. What was that? <laughs> Wasn't that something? <laughs> Touche, touche. Wow. It's like an old drunk. Well, I got to line that up for the end of the show. Well, <laughs> Isn't that a great... Uh, just let, a, let me just like, holy it. crap, what is wrong with you, lady? Let me, let me just set it up. Was right he, to like, sure trying to tell a joke on bad there? Pat Robertson has married his wife since 1954. And he looks stunning. Okay, I'll stop it there. So I'll have that for the end of the show. Yeah, that's good. Well, this is what the media has become. See, they all figured out that people are really interested. News is free. News is everywhere. News is cheap. That's why all these newspapers are going bust. You know, online, news is not, no one gives a crap about news. The only thing that matters about news is the analysis of the news. And since we don't have all the, we got to hit the commercial breaks and we have all these, you know, corporate owners and we can't do this for all the sponsors. Oh, yeah, we got to, uh, Adam, we're coming to a hard break here. We're going to have to stop discussing this. Okay, that's right. Yeah. But in the meantime, John, what have you been learning? <laughs> So, um, so, so, the, so the, they all have to now just be comedians. And, uh, and by the way, Condoleezza Rice is joining, uh, I think, CBS. So she'll now be a pundit along, you know, like just like you know, it's like it, it, it's the, the when you get people in the political arena going into media. I mean, it just becomes one big incestuous cluster of poop. It's just poop. Here's um, Prince Harry um, did an interview on the BBC. Where he had an interesting. Uh, this is actually from the Nation, I think. Uh, the protectorate of uh, you know Canada is, of course, uh, the Queen owns Canada, even though they won't admit it. So they, uh, so it's important for them to do royalty news, and so they rebroadcast what the Prince said while he was interviewed out there in uh, in Kandahar. Captain Harry Wales, as he's known in the British military, spent 20 weeks in Afghanistan serving as a gunner on an Apache helicopter. He admits he shot at and killed. Taliban fighters. Yes, we fire when we have to. Um, take a life to save a life. But- okay, so he says, take a life to save a life. And uh, this, of course, gets play with the uh, people who are idiots uh, in America on NBC. And here's, uh, so they don't actually play the clip, but they also go, oh, did you see that horrible thing he said? Talks oh. about his missions, the missions he went on where he was fired upon by the Taliban and returned. This is Matt, by the way. Fire killing some members of the Taliban. And he takes it kind of matter of factly. I know you've heard the interviews. What do you think about it? Is it okay? Matt, I was really confused as to why the palace would permit the prince would, to give such an interview. Why do you need to antagonize the Taliban? Well, I'm sort of, I thought he jumped the shark when he was shown playing video games. Yes. And then it was, oh my God, we killed people. No, why do you have to antagonize the Taliban? Ooh, don't antagonize. You mean like they're not showing the Bin Laden photos? Is that what you're talking about, idiot? This is news. 
Unbelievable. Don't antagonize That's the Taliban. Their, that, and that is their analysis? That's their analysis. Well, why would you want to antagonize the Taliban? They could hurt us. <laughs> they could come here. You know, they're in Mali now, you know. They're all over Africa. They, just because they haven't done it doesn't mean they won't. Just ask Hillary. She said so. I saw her. And she was slugging back some water. <laughs> So I do have. Uh, oh yeah, this is. Did, did, I don't know. Is it what was our last? I hate to go back to this story, mm. but what was the last commentary we had a show or two ago about Lanza and he didn't use any of these high-powered uh, rifles and he they only found a couple of pistols. No, they had. Um, they found four pistols and okay. no, and no long rifle, no AR-15 in the uh, in the school. Okay, well, they had the latest update, which basically said the same thing. Four pistols, no rifle, even though you pointed out that the original uh, coroner said, oh, no, they were shot to death with a bunch of high-powered rounds and a rifle. Oh, yeah, no, he, he, he testified. Well, he didn't testify, but he said right there in front of the press, all of them shot with the long rifle, every single one of them. Morning to you. Uh, this continues to be a, a very complex investigation, and there's a lot of contradictory information out there, but there is some new information. God, this is the clip I played uh, three weeks ago. So, uh, Well, I'm wondering where I got this clip, because uh-huh. it, this clip just ran. I mean, play my clip, because I think it's the this same is, this old is, clip. This is, this is your clip. I'm playing your clip, which is the old clip. Yeah, but where, why am I getting this clip now? Why are they running this <sighs> clip again? Where they ran it on TV again? Yeah, interesting. I just picked it up yet, like yesterday. Interesting. Well, we'll play it then. this morning from a couple of federal officials um, and state officials. They say now that uh, there were actually four handguns uh, recovered inside the school, not just two, as we were initially told. Four handguns, and apparently only handguns that were taken into the school. We knew that uh, Adam Lanza, the man said to be the gunman here also had a assault-style, AR-15-style rifle that he had taken to the school that was in the car he drove there, his mother's car. But we've been told by several officials that he left that in the car. Well, this is obviously planted to, uh, you know, to... Yeah, there wasn't enough of conspiracy talk. We need to- no, no. I don't think this. I think you're, I think you're missing the point because with that last thing that happened in Texas with these two guys shooting at each other, I think they are morphing. They've already got what they needed on the on the on the long rifle, the uh, assault weapons, and the assault weapon one a ban. They're going after handguns now. I think this is interesting. Morphed. Interesting. Well, let me. I, so I happen to have a clip because, of course, it happened nearby of this Texas shooting. Listen very carefully as to how. Conveniently coincidental. Uh, we, we, the campus will be reopening tomorrow. Uh, it has been safe for 40 years. We think it's still safe. Um, the the training that goes in many people well are, are were you prepared? Uh, we have 170 member police force at Lone Star. They go through direct training on active shooter and other. This was not an active shooter incident, but they go through training on how to deal with this. But just within the last seven days. On this campus, we've had three training exercises for faculty and staff. Oh, well, isn't that uh, coincidental? <laughs> just, it just so happens to be we had three trainings. Three, and this was not an active shooter incident. Since when did this become like a noun? Interesting. An active shooter incident. Well, of course, they're going after everything. Duh. So this, I don't think that's really a surprise. 
not to no, me at least. I'm yeah. just saying but, it's just it's starting to be it's starting to be more noticeable if you start listening to the what the latest reports are. The, well, the rifle thing is done. They the, figured that they got that done. Since you brought it up, um, big clips and rifles out. Since you brought it up, uh, so interesting discovery has been made in the uh, conspiratorial circles of late. Uh, excuse me. No, oh, I threw up in my mouth. Um, that uh, the a video that CNN shows, and they showed these packages over and over on the day of the shooting, includes you see you see like a SWAT team running into the school. Did you recall this? No, I didn't see any of these videos. Okay. So you see, so you see like aerial footage of uh, Sandy Hook, and then you see. Uh, they, there's a footage of a SWAT team running into the school. Unfortunately, oh yeah, that, no, I saw that. I thought you meant for the, the Houston event. Yeah, unfortunately, that's not Sandy Hook. That is that is a drill. That is footage from a drill from an entirely different school. Oh really? Uh huh. So and, they're just completely they're completely creating. They're phoning up. Yep. The reports. Yes, and in uh, every way. And when, and when you do that, and, but they're meanwhile they're spending all their time. Bitching and moaning about lip syncing. Isn't well, this the same thing? <laughs> yeah. They yes, indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, isn't it? It's you know, it's, it's a sickening. It's a sickening situation. I'm surprised. I mean, luckily we take a lighthearted approach toward this incompetence, but it's not incompetence. It's obviously meant to be just crap to, for the for your Obama bot friends that you like to dine with yeah. to lap up. Let me ask you about this. You tell me what this, what's going on with this report. North Korea says it's going to carry out a third nuclear test, and it will be aimed at its so-called arch enemy, the United States. What is, what is this about? <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah. Arch enemy? What is this on RT? BBC, my friend. BBC. Holy crap. Listen again. North Korea says it's going to carry out a third nuclear test and it will be aimed at its so-called arch enemy, the United States. The announcement by the military comes after the United Nations Security Council passed a new resolution on Tuesday increasing sanctions against the country after its long-range rocket launch last month. So the, so the way I see it is uh, they're just making this up now. Because, you know, it's not like Kim Jong-un went, uh, hey, we're going to shoot them some nuclear crap at you bitches. No, they just make it. There's no spokesperson. There's no video. There's no soundbite. They just say, oh, North Korea said it. So, well, you know, yeah, I got to look for Uncle Don now because, you know, he'll be on uh, the National Treasure. They always call him when it's about Korea since he was ambassador. Yeah. But that, I mean, this, I mean, what do you think that is? They just, we just needed to, it's not enough to, for Hillary to set, uh, Africa on fire, and uh, the entire Middle East is on fire, and now we got to do uh, North Korea. We just got to ratchet that up. Chinese, it's got something to do with China. Chiners, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Damn Chiners, damn, damn. So I just, uh, okay. I, it's hard to keep track of all this crap. Little shout out to our um, our human resources in Gitmo Nation Lowlands. Um, thought it was very uh, uh, very. Here's a little report that I have here. Uh, 1.1 million pensions will be cut in April, according to the Dutch Central Bank. That's a few. Uh, well, there's only 17 million people in the country. So yeah, that's quite a few. That's basically all pensions. Around 75 Dutch corporate pension funds will have to reduce payouts this year, and 40 of them will have to make a further cut in 2014, according to the Central Bank. It's time to invest in, you know what? Cat what? food. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe we should start a cat food company. Five funds, great idea. Five funds cut their pensions at the end of 2014. And by the way, the cat food food should be sold with a, you know, kind of like a shrink wrap with a spoon. <laughs> with, a, with a plastic with spoon. A, a plastic spoon <laughs> with the cat food. Just like the ice cream thing where you pull, you peel it back. Yeah, and <laughs> How about two spoons for the whole family? <laughs> it's family. Husband and wife. Husband and wife family pack. <laughs> I've always thought they needed to change the packaging of cat food. Ah, you're bad. Uh, so by the end of this year, uh, all the country's pension funds are uh, supposed to have brought their buffers back up to the required 105%, but 40 of the funds may miss this deadline, forcing a second round of reductions next year. So, uh, oh yeah, no, no, this, so this is like completely shut up slave. Meanwhile, meanwhile, have you ever heard of the Dutch sandwich? Uh, the sexual position? No, the Dutch sandwich is, um, I actually have uh, how it works. This, so the Netherlands has almost no tax on intellectual property. So Dell, uh, just uh, in 2011, uh, paid 0.10% tax in the Netherlands on its $2 billion worth of profit. You see, what they do is they, uh, uh, let me see, I think there, there was like a one-liner here that I really liked as an explanation. Uh, here's how it works, let me see. Um, essentially, you know, you make the profits in like Ireland, except you charge the uh, the profits to your Dutch uh, intellectual property company, so the money, you know, you you charge your own company for it. Does that make any uh, sense? So, yeah. so you, so it's basically that's why they call it the Dutch sandwich. So, I guess the point is here: while the Dutch are being screwed with their pension funds, they are blowing Michael Dell and every other. And and by the way, it's not just Dell; it's you know, it's all these companies have. Uh, here it is: um, multinational companies routed tax scams. Check it out. Multinational companies, according to Bloomberg, routed ten point two no thirteen point five trillion dollars in two thousand ten through fourteen thousand three hundred Dutch special financial units. Thirteen and a half trillion dollars. And the companies that are screwing you, you citizen, Apple, Google, Yahoo, Dell, all companies that you purchase products from. That's it. I'm not. I'm not googling anything anymore. Screw those guys. And Yahoo, Melissa, what's her name? Marissa, screw you yeah. too. That's not fair. No, this is the whole scam. I mean, we have this high tax rate, but it only the works Dutch. with the small companies. I mean, the yeah. big guys they pull these stunts. But the Dutch, they they sh they should boycott these companies. But so they're getting screwed on pension funds. Yeah, no, it makes no sense that you're running thirteen trillion through their their money launderers, and they've and they're not benefiting from it. Yeah, nor are we. No, how, no, how, how, how dumb are how dumb are we? Which I, I can't say it any other. We're just dumb. Doing here, doing the stupid show. Seven dead in Yemen on the drone strike this morning. Hey now, good morning everybody. How you doing? AQIP. AQAP. I'm sorry. We're droning the crap out of Yemen right now. Yeah, well, it's not just Yemen. Is it on? Are we keeping it on our uh, running uh, total? Well, this is hard. Yes, this one. But it says here in the report uh, from the BBC, 
Uh, at least six more are reported to have been killed in strikes over the weekend. I mean, there's not even a running total. But this is Brennan. You know, Brennan's now the guy who uh, who's in charge of the kill list, and she means business. No, he's apparently the architect of the drone system. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's probably got something to do with that legal opinion that makes it okay oh yeah. to do oh this. Yeah, of course. Of course he does. And congratulations to, um, uh, what's her name again? Uh, do you remember the uh, journalist who, uh, Lee, Lee McGrath Goodman, who uh, was denied a visa to go and investigate the pedo bear stuff in the, on the Isle of Jersey? Oh, yeah, that was a old story. Yeah, well, she got her uh, she got her visa. Oh, good. Well, maybe yeah. you'll get something out of it. Uh, apparently, uh, there was, uh, who was it? Uh, Some important me- guy must have died. Yeah, no, Member of Parliament for Birmingham, uh, Yardley John Hemming, put in a parliamentary question to Immigration Minister Damien Green about the delay of her visa, and then her visa arrived a few days later. So, you know, I'm telling you, when you when this thing cracks open finally, and of course no one will believe it, but it'll be so obvious that the whole British elite system is just one big pedo bear suit. The whole thing. They're crazy over there. Frighteningly so. And the Dutch are involved. And the Belgians. We know it. We know we know we know what you're we know what you're up to. Nutcases. All right, anything else? Uh, yeah. Sex offenders allowed on Facebook. Sex offenders allowed on Facebook. Yeah. Some lawsuit right, about yeah, that. Big deal. Yeah. Well, I didn't think you'd like that. Um, no, that's pretty much, uh, oh, no, I, I, I do have yeah. something. I do have something, uh, for your medley. Thank you very much for sending me that, by the way. You sent me your bird is the word medley. Oh yeah. Right. Um, and I remember you did this with Louie Louie. No, Louis Louis was different. I had collected, and I'm still collecting these, by the way. And anyone who also has a Louis Louis uh, done by a, as a cover band, uh, I have this huge collection of Louis, and I've got like five more. No, that was just Louis Louis played by one band after another. Yeah, you're hoarding Louis Louis. Yes. Okay, so you're also hoarding Bird is the Word. I, I liked it. I, I thought it would be a little more mashup. You kind of just like... Bunch stuff together. Now, it was an inside out thing. I've got some. Theory I like it, about no, but this. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's releasable. It's releasable. But you need to add uh, this. Brian, can I see that paper for a sec? Huh. That's odd. I thought that would be big news. You thought what would be big news? Well, there seems to be an absence of a certain ornithological piece. A headline regarding mass awareness of a certain avian variety. What are you talking about? Oh, have you not heard? It was my understanding that everyone had heard. Heard what? Brian, don't! Did you have this one? Yeah. No, I have that. <laughs> I have God. that whole episode. That's what's pro- that's the one where Jesus is in. That that is actually what probably I think one the, of the finest episode yeah, yeah. of Family Guy ever. Yeah. Because I don't know how they managed to trans- make this transition from the bird is a word to Jesus, who's working at a record store, <laughs> who they bring into the uh, you know they make him come out as as such, and then he then it goes to his head. And he becomes a big rock star. I mean, it's just the craziest episode. People should track it down. You you remember that uh, Miss Mickey and I went to a table read of uh, a family guy. So we actually witnessed, because one of her girlfriends in L.A., uh, her then, I think, husband now, uh, he's a writer on the show. 
And so he invited us over, and because you know, when they do the table read, you know, there's a small audience of maybe 20 people, and they because they want to gauge the uh, gauge the response. Was, you know, I have to say, it was one of the, one of the the coolest things I've ever seen when it comes to a creative process. And the thing that I that I noticed immediately, which I thought was kind of fun, is uh, what's his name, Seth? What's his name? Seth McFarland. He has Tourette's. He has the exact same Tourette's I do. Oh, that's funny. Next time you see him, watch him, you know, I, I call it a, a jidget. You don't see him too often. I, but. I, I call it a jidget. <laughs> why, do, why do I call it a jidget? I've never heard that, but I can. you would be able to spot him a mile away. A jidget, yeah. So he, So when he's at the table read, he does all the voices, right? He does several of them, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, but then his, his head is like, he's doing his little, he has a little tick with his head. It's exactly what I have. That's funny. Yeah. And, and which means one day I'll have his bank account. It seems unlikely. <laughs> yes, it does seem rather unlikely, doesn't it? Oh well. All right. So, um, are we doing anything for end of clip? End of show no, clip. I think we're good to go. We're good I to think go. We're done. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Just play that woman laughing, and we're good Ooh. to go. Yeah, that'll that'll do it. Uh, I sincerely thank you, John C. Dvorak. For uh, your entertaining clips today, you had a good run. Well, I think you had a better run. <laughs> I don't know about that. Of something. Yeah, I, I, I got a run. And uh, we are still about to be homeless in a couple of weeks, as no home fits us as of right now. So we're working on that. And uh, thank you to... Uh, oh, I was uh, Gitmo Slave. Welcome back. Glad to see you uh, back and alive. Thank you very much, Mr. Oil Void Zero, uh, Buskill Jr., and uh, Mimi and uh, Mickey and everybody else. And, uh, uh, there you go. We'll be back on Sunday. Remember to support us. Our value for value is in full effect, and you know it. Coming to you from Drone Star State. In the morning, everybody, I'm Adam Curry. And from northern Silicon Valley, where it's sunshiny all the time, I'm John C. Dvorak. We'll be back on Sunday right here on No Agenda. Dvorak.org slash N A. Up, slave.